This is Santa Claus saying I won't be around this year. I'm a bit sick. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. And he won't be round to spread his Christmas cheer. The reindeer all look blue. They know what he's going through. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. He won't be yelling out, ho, 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 ho. But he'll be screaming out, no, 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 no. He's lying sick in bed. Call the doctor there instead. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Each season he is full of pep and vim. But now the AIDS have got the best of him. The nurses all look sad, cause Santa's got it bad. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Oh, this is Santa Claus saying, I won't be here this year. I'm sick in bed with the AIDS. Oh, but I'll be back next year, next year. Don't cry for me, a doctor will cure me. There'll be no jingle bells upon his sleigh. From everyone he's got to stay away. Twelve months to wait and then he'll soon be round again. But Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Oh, I'll miss you all, but I'll see you next year. Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. And he won't be round to spread his Christmas cheer. The reindeer all look blue, yeah, they know what he's going through. But Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. There'll be no jingle bells upon his sleigh. From everyone he's got to stay away. Twelve months to wait and then he'll soon be round again. But Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. I said Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. I said Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Yep, Santa Claus has got the AIDS this year. Looks like my uh, headphones have got the AIDS this year, too, because I uh, didn't put the microphone down as I announced that. But welcome to Poker Fraud Alert Radio, the Druff and Drexel show. The second to last, I was about to say the last show of the year, but it's not. It's the second to last show of the year. And uh, not because Santa has the AIDS, and not because either of us have the AIDS, but uh, just because the year's ending. And uh, next week, it will be on the 26th, not the 25th, not Tuesday. We're having another Wednesday show next week. Wednesday, December 26th, we're avoiding the Christmas holiday, so you guys can better listen to this show. And uh, the week after that, the very first week of 2013, we're starting the year off with a big bang bye. Not broadcasting. We won't be on that week. So uh, we will have a week off during that week. I just won't be able to make it. Be in various secret locations and uh, 
just won't work for either Tuesday or Wednesday. So uh, I would like to welcome my co-host on the show that we've started uh, close to on time this week. Hello, Brandon. Hey, Todd. How are you, my friend and uh, colleague? Well, uh, you know, I've, I've managed to get here very close to on time. Uh, some of you may have heard before the show a little pre-show of uh, Dan Druff's greatest and not-so-greatest moments on TV. I, I played the uh, the hand of pocket threes against Queen Deuce of Hearts with Phil Hellmuth during the World Series where I busted. I, I played uh, the 2005 World Series where I spun a seat cover. And, uh, and I played uh, the CNBC special in 2009 where I talked about UB. So uh, I played those not because I'm vain, but I played those because I was trying to test the radio. And what better time to test than right before the show? You know, we just have to produce the show as we're doing it. But this time I, I, this time I debugged the show. I debugged our connection uh, 20 minutes before the show. So that's, that's what's called advanced preparation. And I did this uh, to see how the connection was. It held up pretty well. I made some changes this week. And I even have a new router on the way from my internet provider that may fix whatever fail we were having. But in the meantime, since the router did not arrive today as it was supposed to, I made some changes myself that hopefully will prevent the radio from cutting out. If it does cut out, uh, just be bear with us. Uh, the show will keep going on. Brandon even has his 10-year-old laptop booted up just in case. And if you're Tur- listening... Turning 11 next month. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost a man. Is it going to have a bar mitzvah in, in, in two years? <laughs> Druff, do we have uh, some... I, have a, I want to start off the show a little differently tonight. Do we have uh, some update music on hand? Uh, yeah, let me, let me get that. I, yeah, I've got to be better with the sound effects here. Yeah. That, should, that should be my New Year's resolution for uh, 2013, is to have sound effects already... I just did the wrong one, too. Jeez. Here. Here's the right one. This just coming off the wire. Yesterday in Las Vegas, Nevada, what's, in my opinion, going to turn out to be the feel-good story of the year, Druff, in Las Vegas. I know what it is. I know what Do it you is. you already know? Yeah, okay. it's, it's someone got so, killed well, in the no, Excalibur. Don't. Somebody what? Someone got killed in the Excalibur, right? Oh, no, that's not what it is. We will talk about that. Do you know? Do you before? I mean, don't say it if you do know. But do you have any idea what I'm about to say? No, no, I don't. I just want to make okay. a joke about the feel good story being someone yes. being killed. This is actually a, the, a real, true feel good story of the year. The newest Mega Bucks winner is a local from Las Vegas who used their free play of fifteen dollars. Wow! To hit Mega Bucks at the M Casino for seventeen point three million dollars yesterday. Wow. Okay, actually, it's $17,329,817.80. The winner asked to remain anonymous. The winner also told IGT that they plan to use the money to pay off their house and take care of their family. In other related news, uh, Alan Kessler was seen storming out of the M yesterday with mashed potatoes falling out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> but anyhow, pretty pretty unbelievable. You get your little free play there. Okay, for you know, fifteen dollars, you walk in there, you put in Mega Bucks, and for those that uh, aren't aren't out here frequently or never played Mega Bucks, you have to spin. It's three dollars, and uh, never, never, never bet less than three dollars because if you do hit it at two dollars, it's going to pay something fail like you know one hundred eighty thousand dollars, which I mean, it really isn't a fail, but when you think about an extra dollar giving you you know seventeen 
million and change, you know, versus 180,000. Always play full full spins in any progressive slot machine. But uh, 15 bucks into 17.3 million draft, uh, unidentified person, free play. I mean, could it be possible? I, I guess. I guess it happened. And uh, no, I, I mean, I mean, could it be possible? Free play, M, unidentified person, Las Vegas resident, slot grinder. Yeah, it's it's po- anything's possible. Yeah. Anything is possible, and uh, I, I think we'll be finding out pretty soon if if that is what happened. Yeah, and anyhow, it was the first time that Megabucks has hit, and Megabucks is a progressive slot machine. It's not only in Nevada; it's in. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm pretty sure, actually. It's in Indian casinos as well, but it's in all other uh, non-Indian casinos, such as like AC, Tunica, um, so on and so forth. And I think it is. I think I remember seeing them the last time I was in an Indian casino, but it had not hit in Nevada since June of 2011. So, uh, anyhow, pretty amazing story. Yeah. 15 bucks into $17.3 million. 15 uh, free roll bucks. Wow. Yeah. So It's almost yeah. like the Chris Moneymaker of uh, slot players. So, Absolutely. So, um, I... I if you want to win some free money tonight without risking anything, much like this person who uh, had his $15 in free play, you're, you're not going to win $17 million, I guarantee that. Um, you, you won't even win $170. You won't even win $100, I can guarantee that too. However, uh, we do have a, a surprisingly large free roll tonight that got so big I actually had to put a stop to it and say, you know what? I don't want people winning $17 million on my site. I want a maximum of $50 by any person one on my site. So this is what happened. Um, we started out with just fifty bucks this week on the free roll, and I, I don't want to put it down by saying just. Well, 50 you know, bucks. first before you even say anything, I think we should all just have a moment of silence and praise Allah, Muhammad, whoever, because of the wormhole. We have like, well, five seconds of silence. You think in honor of the wormhole? Sure. Okay. Okay. That wasn't very silent. I heard nose breathing. <laughs> no, that was the actual ten-year-old, almost eleven-year-old laptop okay. humming. That's uh, it's, it's breathing yes. too. But a lot of this is because of the wormhole drop. Yeah, yeah. Address that. And we'll yeah we'll talk about the wormhole in a second. But uh, we we had a fifty-dollar. In fact, I'll talk about it right now. We had a fifty-dollar anonymous contribution from the same person who contributed last week uh, to the world wormhole. Um, this is so weird. Hear my phone ringing. This the phone number is two one three five 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 five. I feel like I'm being called on TV. <laughs> I gotta see who this is here. Oh, answer, answer. Yeah. I mean, this is crazy. Hello. What? Oh, Master Scaler. What? Do, do you know? I'm gonna put you on the radio here. Do you know that your your caller ID? Well, I have a very limited. I I have a very limited radio show. It's 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 showing up as two one three five 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 five. That's a cool phone number. No, no, didn't. Oh, okay. No, no, I've just, I've just kind of hung out where I am, so. Oh, okay. I, I hope your I, I I I hope your headache went, went went drifted away. Yeah, but I have a sore throat now, so it's uh, you know, traded oh, one shit. traded one from right out. So so Ken, you you are on the radio by the way. We have two minutes here. You said. Oh God damn it! Fuck. Why why are you so unhappy about being on the radio? As soon as your bus comes, you've got to I don't drive. I wish I'd, I don't know. Any time. So, uh, so wh- where do you get this calling card? Is that co-host, Scott? Is that co Is that co Is that Yeah, but you're not. I, I didn't. I didn't. There? I just put you on is speaker. That, I didn't connect. Is you. that co-host guy I didn't there? connect you directly to the radio so he can hear you, but uh, you can't hear him. That's uh, too fucking The whole show hears me? Yeah, the whole show hears you, but you can't hear him. I, I'd really like to just connect oh, you on okay. traditionally. Right. I understand. Can I just connect you on regularly? You can hear them, but I can't hear them. 
weird. You know, I'm just gonna put you on normally. Screw this. No, but I gotta go like in a couple. I, I didn't know about the radio show. I don't have a, a computer. Well, you should get one. You should buy one. But hold on. I can't. I'm not. I'm not having this ghetto setup where I'm putting on speaker. Sorry, I'm just not doing it. So how are we calling him now? I, I'm, I'm calling it to my own show. Oh, okay. Here. Please leave a message. Oh, here we are. It's the Mount Charleston number. You're calling the. Here, Ken. Yeah, yeah. Hi, you're on. The, you, now, now you can hear the co-host guy. Ken, this is a co-host oh, guy. Okay, cool. What's up, buddy? Yeah, how are I, you? I forgot he was doing it. I'm, I'm great. I forgot he was doing a show. I Ken, you only have like 30 seconds left. Part. You only have 30 seconds left if you had two minutes when you said, so we got to get to the hard-hitting questions. Have you talked with Stephanie since uh, she threw wine bottles at your head and whatnot? No, no, I haven't talked to her in two months. Oh, shit, my bus is about to come. No, okay. I'll talk to Stephanie, uh-huh. and, and I, I don't plan to ever talk to Stephanie, and right. she's crazy, and I hope she doesn't stalk me New Year's Eve and Christmas or whatever. Okay. Uh, Druff, hard-hitting questions for Ken before the bus gets there? Um, yeah, I, I'm actually... Hey, my bus is here now. Oh, it's here now? Go. Okay, okay. Have fun on the bus, Ken, and say hello to everybody and tell them about our uh, show. I'll call you back. All right. Jesus Christ. A great, a great phone call. Great All right. So, um, I mean, does he, like, have a phone card, really, with two minutes on it? He must have. Like, well, I mean, like, it worked out, though. He, he, 1988. He, I mean, no, 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 but, but he used the phone card for two minutes, and then the bus comes right when the two minutes is up. I mean, he timed it perfectly. i got to give him that. So, but, out of curiosity, and of course, if, if this is one of those privacy issues, we all respect that. Uh, he obviously did not know that you were on radio, so he was not calling. Why was he? Was he calling just to shoot the shit with you? Do you, do you know? I mean, was there a point that of why he was calling you? Well, it, the reason he was calling, I think, yeah, just just kind of just to talk, and and also oh. I had mentioned I had mentioned over the weekend that there was this party I might go to that he was actually interested in going to also, but then uh, uh, between there being bad traffic and uh, my headache, I didn't go. Okay. So, and what, what kind of party would it be that Ken would be interested? Well, in? it, it was like on like a holiday party of some people I've known for a while, but there were going to be some oh, okay, there okay. were going to be some girls there that were under thirty. I think that's what was uh, mm. exciting to him. Yes. But, but, you know, so I'm sorry, you, you were, I guess, since it is starting soon, Jeff. You were speaking of before Master Master Scaler called in the upcoming Mega. I guess this could be in honor of the Mega Bucks winner of Vegas PFA's Mega Free Roll tonight. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was people kept donating. So first we got that anonymous contributor who gave $50. Then he decided to send another 10 to make it 60 And this is someone who won a lot of money uh, through C-Money's wormhole. The wormhole is just uh, uh, it's a thing that speaks to user C-Money, the guy who donates uh, so much money to our free rolls and uh, tells him who's going to win certain football games, and he passes it on to our site. And unbelievably, uh, the wormhole is uh, perfect this season. And going back to last year... Is eighteen one and one. It's, it's Goldfarb. Yeah, thanks to Goldfarb, it lost one time. But out of twenty picks, it won eighteen times, tied one, and lost one. Goldfarb. So unbelievable. And yeah, this this season is perfect. So uh, people have actually been betting crazy amounts of money on them. You wouldn't believe that the type of money that's being bet here by certain people that have such faith in Sea Money's wormhole. And and I, I do thank the people who are now giving a little bit back. The ones who and these are people who've really improved their lives. I'm not talking about who people betting a hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. You know, people doing that too. But we have people who've who've uh, I, supported I, themselves in four. I countries. jumped on a draft this week. Like I mean, I I've jumped on it before, but I really jumped on it this week for the first time. Like really jumped on it. Yeah. And I know a user, uh, and he listens, he's not listening live tonight, but I know this for a fact. Uh, young kid on the East Coast, uh, the Greek 23, uh, listening, following us in our various stations and networks, 
uh, college kid, 23 years old, East Coast. I know he for a fact, uh, visual proof. And we were texting in, in during this one, uh, a little over $20,000 on Sunday night because of the wormhole. And now we'll, we'll really, truly pay for his college for next semester, Christmas gifts, and have a chunk of money to just put in the bank and enjoy. Yeah. By the way, I just kicked uh, Jay Searles out of yeah. the chat. He was being. A- I, I, I will. I'll mention that later because there was actually a, a text from him earlier that I received. But we'll, we'll get to that. Also, just so everyone does know, uh, this show for two reasons is going to be ending a little bit early. You might not be able to tell it from the sound of his voice, but uh, Druff is a, a little ill this evening. Uh, with, with well, I should say ill, sore, sore throat. I guess not really the yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. I woke up with a sore throat today, and I almost. Uh was just going to not do radio tonight, but then uh, Brandon can't make tomorrow, so I said, I'm, I'm just going to plow through it, And uh, yes. but I, I don't want to talk too long because it will hurt my throat. So radio will be ending at approximately 9.30. I will be actually meeting tonight, and I will be meeting C-Money at a uh, undisclosed location in Las Vegas, and on behalf of myself and others, I will be paying homage to the man, the myth, the legend, and I will be buying him a $150 uh, shot. Uh, I shouldn't say shot. I can't believe I said that. Hundred fifty dollar glass of McCann twenty five, uh, and that's for me and also homage from all you guys as a show of appreciation. So I will be uh, seeing him earlier or later this evening. Right, actually, right when the radio station shuts down, and uh, he's here to collect his money and uh, just really, really unbelievable uh, streak. Yeah. yeah. So and people, yeah, people have just made a lot of money off this thing. People who've really just. Uh, Made money that's changed their life. Or they've they've supported themselves, uh, you know, for months in a foreign country. Paid off uh, student loans or tuition. I mean, people who really have their lives have markedly improved uh, because of the wormhole. I'm not even kidding. I'm not exaggerating. I, mean, I was surprised to hear the amount of money that was bet here. So uh, we we got sixty dollars from one person who's won money from there. Uh, Real Chaser seventy four gave five dollars uh, back from last week from finishing fifth. Appreciate that. Um, the person who Donated the sixty, put on a weird condition, but we we always have to honor the weird yes. conditions because it's their money. He wanted eighteenth place to get ten dollars in this free roll because of in honor of the eighteen one and one record. So uh, sixth through seventeenth place will get zero. I'll give this structure in a second of the, the prize structure, but uh, sixth through seventeenth will get zero, but tenth eighteenth uh, will get ten dollars. And from a different person, this is from Grenny who donated uh, his win from last week, last place, the person who goes out first, will get $5. So not doing well in this week's tournament is actually a good thing because you'll get 5 bucks if you're the first one out, and uh, you will get 10 bucks if you're the 18th one out. And guess what? You can't just go all in on the first hand to try to get knocked out first because it's a limit hold'em tournament. So uh, you're going to have to try. You've got to put some effort into busting now- first. A contest like this, Druff, it may bring those Eastern Europeans, those Russian free will whores, maybe even a few Romanians to try to get in. For those that are listening, and maybe there's even some translation where they're hearing it broken down into the language of their choice, what qualifies one to be able to play in a free roll? Yeah, that's tonight? a very good question. Thank you, Brandon. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you, May 21st is the magic date. If you were not registered on PokerFraudAlert.com by May 21st, then... You don't qualify unless I have given you permission or unless I would recognize you from a previous site that I was on. So if uh, if I know you from the past, then you, you qualify. Or if you want to PM me or email me, dandruff at pokerfraudalert.com, and before you win, before you 
really do anything. It's at 740. It's in 17 minutes starting before it starts, actually. Tell me how long you've been on the site, how long you've been listening, the things that you've enjoyed. Uh, if it's, you've listened on a previous site, tell us about that. Don't just say generic things like, I listened to you on another site and this one. Like, that's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, but, but convince me you've been listening either here or somewhere else in the past, and I will give you an exception to qualify for the free money in this free roll or another free roll, because if you don't do that and you end up winning, and this actually happened a few weeks ago, uh, mm-hmm. it's just like you weren't there. You can play, but yeah. I won't give you the money. So here's the prize structure. It's a $120 free roll, and, and actually we had 155 donated, but I decided to hold over 35 to next week. And I've got to thank C-Money again, not just for the wormhole, but for donating $50. His $50 is also uh, being contributed here as well. So uh, we have that anonymous contributor from the wormhole who benefited from it, Real Chaser 74 C-Money, and Granny, who uh, all donated this week, and more people who donated that will use their money next week. So first place... 50 bucks. Usually the prize pool is 50 bucks. This time first place is 50 bucks. Second place, 30 bucks. Third place, 20 bucks. Fourth place, 10 bucks. Fifth place, 5 bucks. Then 6th through 17th, you get a big zero. 18th, 10 bucks. Weird, but okay. And last place, 5 bucks. Remember, it is limit hold'em, so there is no all-in until you're really out of chips. And, uh... It'll take some time, so it, I'm actually—I actually decided on the limit holding before this whole thing happened with these weird prizes and like last and 18th. But I'm glad it is limit holding to prevent people from being able to shoot off instantly when that those places come up. So I'm, it's actually a good thing. So it yes. starts at 7:40. The No Fraud Online Poker Room—you can find that near the top of the screen. Click on it. Totally free. No buy-in. No play chips required. You just need to make an account there. You don't even need to put your email address. And uh, thank you to Belly Buster for running the No Fraud Absolutely. Online Poker Room. Now, I'm also getting a question from somebody on MySpace who wants to know that, say they haven't listened to all of our shows, but if they can sing the Dandruff Baby Coming Out announcement song verbatim, <laughs> would that qualify them? Yes, yes, that, that will definitely get them through. Okay, That's very, very uh, good question from MySpace, and uh, they, they need to know about that as well. And yes. uh, so we have a, a number of things to talk about and, and do tonight. On the show, um, we both have some uh, entertainment and some poker news-related things to talk about. Uh, I don't know. What do you want to start with first? Do you want to talk about, since we made reference to it, uh, do you want to talk about the Excalibur shooting? Absolutely. Okay, so... Uh, and this this is ahead. something that uh, would have definitely got much more na- uh, much more coverage on national level if it didn't happen to coincide with the, the, the awful, uh, tragic shooting in Connecticut. But uh, I'm trying to remember the, the day here of when it occurred. Uh, it, it was sometime within the last five days. Uh, I think it was Friday. Actually, I know it was Friday evening. A uh, guy walked into the lobby. Um, you know, like, again, even though this is a slow time of year in Vegas, still on a Friday night in, in Las Vegas, uh, always going to be packed. And went up to the concierge, who was a female, and ended up shooting her and then turning the gun on himself. And, you know, people, it just was a chaotic scene from from all accounts that I read. It turned out later that the person he shot was his ex-girlfriend. It was a murder-suicide, but uh, just still, wow. Uh, it just blows my mind that, uh, uh, I, mean, I, I mean, I don't even know what to say. It's just, you know, it's funny. In, in general, not just with money, 
But and you can tell me how you feel, but just money, security, you know, the chance of violence. You know, I I feel I've always felt very very safe in casinos. Yeah, um, me too. even more so than just being in a you know safe part of of you know Las Vegas or you know any even Beverly Hills walking around with like a lot of cash or just I've I never really questioned you know people watching me walking near me following me I just have always felt like it's a safe haven and you know even like a few minor things you've heard about like such as when Greg Raymer got robbed and uh, Scott Montgomery's fake robbery in the bathroom because he shot it off because he didn't want the one Norwegian girl to find out about it. Uh, you know, I always felt safe, but now it just seems like more and more of these 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 incidents at casinos are happening, and I don't know, Druff, what's what's your take? Yeah, that's uh, it, it's actually scary to think of. I know it's a, it's really an isolated incident, but I mean, this wasn't like a hotel room where where a husband kills his wife or whatever. This is in the lobby of a major strip hotel, the Excalibur. Maybe maybe not the nicest strip hotel, but uh, still a major strip hotel. And uh, someone actually walks in there with a gun and just shoots someone and then kills himself. I mean, that's... Uh, really, think about that. Think about, like, just being there in Vegas. Think about just being in a casino, and, and you hear some popping sound, and it turns out some dude's in there with a gun, shoots someone dead yes. in the lobby, and then shoots themselves. Like, how, how freaky is that to have in the casino when you're there? And, and uh, you're right, this actually got very little coverage because uh, it happened either on the same day or the day before the uh, the, the tragedy in Connecticut. So, uh, so, and, but I, I see, by the way, I have to turn myself up, people are saying. They turn, turned rough up, so I'm actually just going to move my microphone. No, i got to turn you down. you got to turn me down. Well, good. Good. <laughs> I actually started this week by turning you down so, because people always complain. And I listened to part of the show from last week, and I go, you know what? Brandon always has very good content and uh, very good things to say, but... He just drowns me out. He's just too loud. So I, I turned you down this week, and then, uh, mm. then stupidly, I don't put the microphone close enough to my mouth. So this this uh, week, I may be louder, but you will hear me mouth breathing. <laughs> and, and you know what else I've noticed uh, on the flip side of things? Since I've lived here, the uh, month of November and December are, are the highest times in Las Vegas in which casinos are robbed. And, you know, that's obviously – and I guess that could apply to anything. Just, you know, I'm, I'm sure if statistically uh, crimes are up around the holidays nationwide. Or, I mean, I don't know that for a fact. But I assume it would be. But in Vegas, that's always been the trend. But I've noticed this year for the first time there has not been any sort of cage robbery attempt uh, so far, hmm. like in the last, you know, couple months. Well, we still have time. Is, still have uh, seven days. Yeah. yeah seven shopping sure. days left to rob a casino. Now, do you know, uh, just indirectly – how the Excalibur, do you remember how the Excalibur has affected previous radio stations we've worked for? Yeah, I remember the Excalibur caused a number of shows to end early. Yes. That people wanted to have go longer because there was digital poker there. And, yes. Uh, yeah, I would love friend. to hate digital poker, but I sent Brandon a picture this week. Mm. It's, it's a year-old picture, but a year ago, I sent a picture of Benjamin playing digital poker. and I, In a real casino, he was playing digital poker. At the age of 13 months, he really was. A year ago this week. May have been today. Wow. So, uh, anyway. Hey, what, is this, what is his ROI? It's, it's an amazing ROI. He played one hand at 1-2 no limit and took down a $75 pot and then quit. He, he hit and ran. He really did. He played one hand, got dealt nines and won and ran. So, I mean, he's, he's got a much better ROI than me and everybody else listening to this show. So good start That's to amazing. Benjamin. Now let me ask you something: Is it even possible that, say, his nines were cracked, 
by somebody's eight seven or six deuce officer that just didn't believe baby Ben that he was somehow would have scribbled in crayon on the digital poker machine cite his joke. <laughs> he would have said G A Y. Why? But yeah, people, I'm not even joking about this though. He really did play in a an actual casino for real money, digital poker. At the age of 13 months, uh, exactly a year ago. So uh, let me tell you some things we're going to do tonight. Uh, in addition to uh, talk about the Excalibur, uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Poker Players Academy training scam. That uh, this is a training site that was built in kind of like a, a multi-level marketing format. We talked about it a little bit last week, but uh, one of the main people involved with the site, Chris Levick, actually showed up on PokerFraudAlert.com and... Uh, Defended himself And I'm always happy to see when people do that When people show up and defend themselves Rather than just let us talk about them behind their back And they're afraid to own up to what's happened Or deal with what's happened And uh, while I didn't agree with most of what Chris Levick said I at least gave him credit for showing up to the site And uh, talk a little bit about that Uh, The Merge Network's in the news again Skins are collapsing Skins are no longer there That you once knew on Merge I'll tell you about that Uh, We'll talk... Somewhat tonight, even though this has nothing to do with poker, about uh, the saga of John McAfee. Uh, Chico Loco. What the hell of a tale that is. Yeah, that's crazy. Jesus. Uh, Chico Loco, Mm. he's coming back, and uh, he got an offer. He got it in a way. You'll hear when he calls in how he got this offer. But in a certain way, he got an offer for a free cruise and airfare, all for free. And he's going to try to call to cash this in. And uh, we'll hear how that goes. We've got to make that call before 9 o'clock Pacific time because that's when it says he has to call. Uh, Poker Stars is getting in on the Doomsday game, apparently. Uh, a lot of people on Poker Stars, not me, but a number of people who were whose email addresses were registered through Poker Stars, got emails from the Poker Stars server about Doomsday on December 21st, three days from now. It really came from the Poker Stars server. Two people's PokerStar register address, and this is confirmed now by PokerStars. It really happened. It really was their fault, or at least the fault of one employee. We'll talk about that. Uh, Dutch Boyd selling one of his bracelets. And, and what I mean was it the fault of the internet service provider? What was what what causes? The it, it was a rogue employee. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was going to say there was already a rumor that it was some internet site, and then uh, guy from Stars just decided to buy the whole internet company. <laughs> No, I thought it was funny. Okay, keep so, going. So that Dutch Boyd selling his <laughs> Because you know that's what they do now. Like if something is either fucked up or whatever, they just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> Dutch Boyd selling his bracelet, uh, allegedly, under the eBay name JackNames222. We'll talk a little bit about that. Hmm. Uh, that. People are saying now that it's not his uh, World Series bracelet. It's a Bellagio bracelet, but still, interesting story, especially combined with his Reddit post recently. We'll talk all about that. Um, remember the Reed Kyle poker legalization bill that yes. uh, I actually spelled Kyle's name wrong, but uh, um, Reed Kyle poker legalization bill has failed. Big shocker! I said that the whole time that that's what's going to happen. I think anybody who's been watching this without uh, blinders on or rose-colored glasses on, or who don't listen to the PPA, I think everybody realizes that's what's going to happen, but that is what happened. That uh, that bill is, is not going to see the light of day. We are not going to see legalized online poker uh, done through this current Congress, this lame duck Congress. Uh, we're going to have to wait to the next Congress. 
who may or may not ever get it done. So we will talk about that. Uh, we will also just talk about whatever we feel like talking about. Um, things just always come up during the show. You never know. We are going to be ending this early tonight, probably around 9.30. So um, shorter show, both because uh, Brandon is going out and meeting C-Money, and uh, I don't want to have a really, really painful throat at the end of the night. Uh, so if you want to call in, Phone number is 775-FRAUD-55, 775-372-8355. You can also call the Mount Charleston number. It's a little phone, a little rotary phone on the top of Mount Charleston, which uh, got some snow this week. The phone is okay, though. Uh, you can you have to show your caller ID, no matter which number you call. But that number is 702-430-1808, 702-430-1808. That phone rings on the top of Mount Charleston and then uh, rings over where I am in the secret location. So you can call that. Uh, let's just throw a call on here. And by the way, free roll starting in four minutes. Make sure to get in because uh, no late registration. Uh, hello, caller. Uh, hello. One step. What, what would you like? Hey, one uh, step. What would I like? What would I like? You really want me to, to explain uh, what would I that's, like? That's, uh, yeah, like? That's the worst way to start off a conversation with him. Yeah. What would you like? Yeah. One yeah, step. Yeah. What's up, buddy? Uh, you still have the free Vegas stuff. Like the room package. Uh, I, you... I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning a trip uh, for February for Colorado, uh, and then hopefully somewhere around the, the summertime, I'll try to, you know, to head out there. But okay. uh, I want to, I want to praise uh, the wormhole. I'll praise wormhole. Absolutely. Um, and, and see money. And see money. Um, yeah. uh, I, I was biting, biting my nails that fourth quarter. Uh, I got to admit. Um, First time I've ever seen a quarterback throw for 360 yards in, in a half. So, you know, but but uh, thank you very much, C-Money and, and Warren Hall. Uh, and uh, I look forward to the rest of the season six. How much so, did you bet on this one, uh, one step? I'm going to guess. Hold on. Uh, I, I don't know. I'd rather not. I'd rather not disclose that. But it was, it, was the biggest, it was the biggest bet of the season. So, was it more than $50? You know. Yes. Mm. Oh, wow. All right. Well, yeah. congratulations. Okay. You know, one step was so, actually. So, and I and I I appreciate you taking action against the, that cocksucker for fucking up. Well, I was going to say I actually had to ban good. someone this week who's been on the show recently. Uh, Limitless had to get banned because he was messing with the wormhole. He was well, ma- the it's, thing. The yeah. thing that that I want to add to that, and I want I thought about this throughout the week, and I wanted to address it now, is that although you know Limitless is you know when he, it's very odd. He called. He's calling the radio twice now. I think you're off, and he seems like a very mild mannered guy. But he just has these, uh, I guess, alcohol induced lapses of just insaneness. And during the game on Sunday, people, I was birding, but I will never post at all. Okay, during a game <laughs> because I don't want to. I mean, I wait till it's over. I don't want any kind of. Uh, transmission, anything generated from my computer, uh, any, what do they call this? Anger the wormhole, right? Yeah, yeah, I understand. Uh, Anger the wormhole. Exactly. Now, yeah. San Francisco is up 31-3 to and then crushing, and the thread was very calm, and it, it just the wormhole was stable, and then Limitless started posting in the thread, and as he kept posting more and more, the wormhole became unstable. It was almost like agitated. A, it's very, very agitated. Yes. Very exactly, exactly. And uh, even though Limitless tried his best, and it was close, Druff. I mean, at one point they gave up a twenty-eight point lead. Uh, the wormhole did prevail, and it held off Limitless. 
Um, yeah, but and we so can't, we can't have that. Happen right. Yeah. Again. So I actually uh, I took away Limitless's posting ability again because of this, and I made a new official rule on Poker Fraud Alert, a rule I never thought I'd be making, uh, because most of the rules on the site are are pretty straightforward things that you would see on a lot of sites about uh, you know po- no posting pornographic pictures and uh, you know don't overly flame people and and things like that. But there's a new rule about the wormhole, and I'm going to read it here. There's a new rule as of December 17, 2012. Recently, we have been blessed with a popular and successful C-Money wormhole threads where user C-Money has provided amazingly successful NFL picks. Due to popular demand, it is now officially against the Poker Fraud Alert rules to troll these threads or post negative comments in them. Yes. While, these, while this rule may seem peculiar to new users, it will be taken seriously and violators will lose their posting privileges. And we already had one who lost his posting privileges because you, you don't know how many PMs I got. From people who are furious that limitless. There was, there was absolute outrage. Yes, Jeff. it's amazing. Oh, sorry, it wasn't only it wasn't only me. Regarding no, no, yeah, you were. No. I was going to say one step even was serious. One step like sent me a very serious PM about please just get rid of limitless. He's messing this up. You know, don't let him do this. So people were so angry and people people really had a lot riding on this game. Money, you know what I mean? I mean, there could be a poor kid from an impoverished uh, what have you who because of the wormhole goes to like. A Georgetown or uh, uh, Princeton and becomes our next president, okay, or a president someday, and will give praise to the wormhole and yeah. attribute it to because of that. And and yeah. also, I want to ask, I wanted to ask you two things. Uh, one step, I am going to be seeing C Money this uh, tonight. Is there anything you'd like me to say on your behalf? Uh, no, I mean just you know, uh, uh, m- m- uh, much great uh, great thanks and. Uh, you know, that's that's it. And and uh, if if anyone is is uh, wants to contribute to my Twink fund, uh, please PM yes. me, and uh, I can you know arrange your payment. Okay. And another another uh, humorous thing I found in the official uh, C Money not opposite pick thread this week was one step somebody uh, I'm not going to mention names came out and tried to argue with the wormhole, and uh, one step was one of the first people in the thread to defend it. And then there was a, a shot taken at one step, and I'm just quoting for quoting here. I have the thread open. It was this is targeted at one step, at one step. It said, "Isn't there a dick you should be sucking?" Okay, <laughs> now now one step offered you are offering yours. Now C Money chimed in with, in quotes, "Isn't there a dick you should be sucking?" To a gay bisexual, I don't think that is insulting. I could be wrong, but I think gay guys like sucking penis. It would be like saying, isn't there a pussy you should be fucking to a straight guy? And then thinking it is an insult. Maybe I'm off on this. But yes, like One Step, who is God said, the record kind of speaks for itself. Okay? So, anyhow, uh, God praise the wormhole and, and just yes. think, uh, you know, we, we survived. It, it was it was a valiant attempt by others to corrupt it, but the wormhole once again proved its its in, invincibleness. So, yeah. All right. Thank yeah. you for calling in. One step. I agree. Uh, take yeah. care. Trust. Thank you. Yeah. One step was he sent me a really serious message about this. I've never seen him this serious about this. Yeah, and, you know, the thing is, you'd almost think it's a gag, and he's not, but it isn't. Like he really was. Upset. No, I could tell. That's what I, I at first I thought it was a joke. I go, wait, no, he's really pissed off. And like then I see like just tons of messages like all in my inbox about this. I go, wow. Okay, what, what, yeah. Roughly, how many did you get pertaining to this? I like seven messages or something about this. Yeah. I think it's yeah. the most messages I've ever gotten about any kind of like violation on the forum. So uh, anyway, that uh, congratulations to everybody who bet on the wormhole again. 
and uh, people who made a lot of money. Yeah, you got to be careful. I got to tell people you got to be careful. It's, it's still gambling. I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't want to act like the the PFA father here, but uh, I just, I, I just don't want to hear a bad story. We've had so many good stories so far. Just uh, yes. Um, if if you've won a lot of money, uh, use the money wisely, pay shit off, you know, whatever in your life that uh, it'll improve. And I'm glad that the site uh, and and see money can have helped all these people in that way. So yes, people a, have to remember, Jeff. For every one good story, there's three Templar stories out there. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Jeff, I will ask you because I'm sure you probably didn't see it. Uh, there there are a couple of uh, members of and and law abiding and and just people that have praised and believed in the wormhole since day one that wanted to know at any point, have you jumped on the wormhole? You know, I haven't. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, I've run, I'll tell you, Rough. listen, I'll tell you why I haven't. I, I don't want to ruin it. I saw someone else said this too. I think Vegas 1369 said this. I, I've run so bad this year. And fortunately I haven't done that much gambling this year. So I didn't, you know, it, it hasn't hurt that much, but I um, mean, you guys saw in the world series, all the things that happened to me, um, but not just that. Like I've just run bad this year, and I'm just afraid that the one week I decide to jump on it, it's going to ruin it. So I didn't want to ruin it for everybody. I really just said, you know, I'm, I I know the week I jump on this, it's, it's going to ruin it for me and everybody else. So just I'm going to stay away and, and let people enjoy it, and uh, I won't be part of uh, any kind of fail <laughs> that occurs. So let, let me uh, move on here to the uh, – because we have a number of things I want to cover. And the free here. roll has started, by the way. Yeah, and, the free roll started. It's too late. And, and, uh, very oddly enough, somebody has almost doubled up the first hand in limit hold'em. <laughs> and that's unbelievable. I, this, it's – wow. I, okay. guess, I guess people who want to get out early and, like, they want to bust early and just get a free five bucks. But anyway um, – I got the following uh, private message. Actually, I'm not going to read it again. I read it last week. But I got a message on uh, December 9th, which is just before uh, last week's show, about this Poker Players Academy, which was uh, involved Blair Rodman, Chris Levick, Kathy Liebert, Bruce Buffer, and uh, actually was also promoted by uh, Scotty Wynn and Antonio Esfandiari. So they, uh, uh, this was supposedly like a multi-level marketing poker training site where you're actually selling people the opportunity to sell poker training. So it's not just it's not just like directly selling poker training videos, it's actually like selling the chance to sell poker training videos, which is or it always becomes shady when you hear something like this. It sounds like a pyramid scheme. And I talked about this last week. The only reason I'm bringing this up again is because Chris Levick, who I guess was kind of like the number 2 man in this whole thing, the, the number one guy was named uh, Mike Helm. But uh, Chris Levick showed up on our site. He he actually was, was tweeting at me at first. I started getting these tweets from this guy named Lev Dogs. And I didn't know who that was. I didn't look at, I didn't like click on the name to see who it is. So I'm like, who's this Lev Dogs who's telling me that I'm totally wrong about things I've been saying? And then I'm like, well, what are you talking about? Well, I realized that this is Chris Levick who was led to PFA some way. And came back with an answer as to what happened here. Because basically what occurred is that uh, they took $15 uh, investments from 235 different people who uh, who either paid for early training or, or bought into the system to sell this training or whatever. And these people never got anything for it. They never got trained. They never got anything. The money's just gone. They lost it. And that adds up to over $3,500 you know, collectively. So uh, people... This happened a while back, but people raised issue with this, and someone contacted me about it. And even though it's not a news story, I, it, it's really gotten no coverage anywhere else. I, I wanted it uh, 
brought out. So I brought it out uh, both on the forum and the radio show last week. Um, here is the response from Chris Levick, a.k.a. Lev Dogs. And by the way, this guy's been blowing up my email, too. This guy's been sending me so much email telling me about how, how this site is committing defamation, blah, 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 I should watch out. Uh, you know. He didn't directly threaten to sue me, but he was, he was implying that having a site like this can put me in legal jeopardy. And I, look, I'm not scared about that. I, I, as long as uh, I am careful about the way I th- phrase things myself and just say, look, this is my analysis, this is my opinion, um, I, I can say what I want here, especially with, with reasonable evidence to support what I'm, uh, what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, if, if users here want to come out and accuse people of things, that, that's on them. This is an open forum where people can say what they want, accuse someone of what they want. That's, you know, other people can come back and respond. And unless it's an accusation just for the sake of making a false accusation, which I won't allow, um, if it's something that has any kind of, you know, like semi-credibility to it, I'll, I'll, I'll let it stand and let, pe- let the whole thing play out and let the, whole, the facts speak for themselves. So anyway, uh, this is Chris Levick came out and said... Hi, and thank you for allowing me to clarify what has been posted on here about Poker Player Academy, which, again, is a uh, alleged pyramid scheme of, of poker training that, that went down and people lost money. Poker Player Academy was set up by a Canadian name, by the name of Mike Helm, who was the principal shareholder and founder. I was approached via a mutual friend to get the business started and to ensure that the right people were involved so that the training material would be entirely relevant. Uh, the business model did involve an affiliate slash referral plan. However, there are a multitude of businesses that use this type of marketing method. It would be totally unfair to describe the business as a scam based on the method of marketing. And I was present when the advice was taken from lawyers and other industry experts to ensure that the business was operated within relevant laws. Now, that's a lot of wordiness to describe the situation. But basically, if I think any time you're selling someone the opportunity to sell something, it's got kind of like a scammy ring to it. I mean, this has been going on for for decades now. This is nothing new, this this pyramid scheme. But I, I just never liked anything where you're buying the opportunity to sell something. I think it's fine if you get a commission. I think the, like, the affiliate model is just fine, where, where you're basically giving someone a piece of the profit to do all the work of sales. That's fine. That's totally legitimate. So I'm going to take it you were never a big Amway guy. No, I was, I was thinking of Amway as I was talking about this. Exactly. No, like you were. But uh, yeah, I, like I've just never been a fan of that. I've always thought that's that's kind of a scam. And usually, these products that are being sold, at least Amway, the products had some value. But usually, the products being sold are garbage and are just there so it can appear to be legal. Because you're not allowed to just sell the opportunity to sell nothing. You have to sell the opportunity to sell something to make it legal. But then it starts to bridge into illegal territory when the product appears to have very little relevance, when the product is, is really has no value, or when the, the almost all the value of the business is selling the opportunity to sell the product. Then it starts to bridge from a legitimate multi-level marketing to a pyramid scheme. But any kind of multi-level marketing, in my opinion, always has some kind of shady element to it. But this this really seemed to, especially poker training. I mean, it's just so weird to be selling the opportunity to sell poker training. But it got worse because nobody was ever trained by this site. No no videos were ever made. So so he wrote, as the project started to come together, it became apparent that Helm, this is the guy who started it, had underestimated the level of capital required, and as a result, the business was undercapitalized. Blair Rodman, Kathy Liebert, Bruce Buffer, Antonio Esfandiari, and Scotty Nguyen were recruited to provide the training content and participated in a promotional video. In the case of the players, had a management, management agency, the agents were fully briefed, blah, blah, blah. Uh, um, all were paid for their services, 
with the exception of Blair and Kathy. So I guess uh, Blair Rodman and Kathy were the two who really got screwed here as far as the uh, the trainers were concerned. Helm had run out of funds by that time. They were due to be paid. So Kathy Lieber got nothing out of it, nor, nor did uh, Blair Rodman. But I guess uh, Buffer, Esfandieri, and Nguyen got it. And I guess, I guess the reason those three got it, if you think about it, the, the, they were the bigger names here than, than Kathy Lieber and Blair Rodman. You know, you have uh, Bruce Buffer, who has fame outside of poker, Antonio Esfandieri, and Scotty Wynn, obviously, obviously uh, big names in poker. So they probably said, there's no fucking way we're doing this unless you pay us up front. And the other two, they probably conned into doing this uh, with being paid later. Now, rumor has it, according to uh, the upcoming blog by Daniel Negrano, he's going to blame everything on Howard Letterer. Do you know anything <laughs> about this? <laughs> and, I mean, and even Howard, upon hearing about this draft, already has some sort of prepared comment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Have, have you heard this? Yeah, actually, I did. I did. He actually did... Uh... <laughs> Uh, he actually did have some comment, knowing that uh, Negreanu is going yes. to blame him. And uh, it's just amazing. He, how, like... he, yeah, he was he was asked about what he thinks of this whole situation, and uh, I don't have all the facts. That's what he said. I, I don't know. Nope. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I have no recollection. I mean, now is it true that I mean this again? This is just speculation that that there he was at some party one time in his life. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favor. Can you like memorize where that is? Because I can have so much fun with that. If you can just know where that is and play it, like you know, because I feel I like we're on I party together. One time at a party. <laughs> tell me where that is, because in case you don't like remember, 20, where is it's that? like a twenty-three in the twenty-three. Yeah, it's like twenty-three in the I don't know video on the. YouTube. Okay, I remember twenty-three. I, no I remember one time at a party. Yeah. That's... <laughs> That's probably where Chris Levick met uh, Blair Rodman and Kathy Liebert at a party. But uh, is that wrong? That's my funniest. That, that makes me laugh more yeah. than the whole entire. No, I know. I, I laughed when I first heard it. That was uh, that was my that was the most memorable part of all the videos. Like three and a half hours of of content, and that was the, you. You just. I don't think anyone could have heard this and and have forgotten. Uh, I have no recollection. I remember one time at a party. <laughs> And then I like how Chad Ellie came on the show and said that this is not true, like that that, that statement wasn't even uh, close to accurate. So so anyway, um, going on about this this whole situation, um, he talked about he said the business conducted conducted a quote pre-launch, which I assured is a standard practice within the affiliate referral industry, where members could reserve their place in the business by paying fifteen dollars. Like what what is a pre-launch of a website? Like it, it's either there or it's not. What the Iceman has had several pre-launches. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess I guess I shouldn't be criticizing it. But uh, so a total of 235 people globally paid the $15 fee before the project was abandoned. So it was a pre-launch of a launch that never occurred. I guess the Iceman you know, had that too. You know what to Iceman? You know what to Iceman a pre-launch is? What? It's a, little, it's a snack about two hours before lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I have my pre-launch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, okay. Sorry. I returned to Australia. That's where this Chris Levick guy is from. Uh, when the company could no longer afford to pay me and saw an email set to go out asking anyone who had paid to contact the company regarding uh, a refund. I understand that some people may not have received this email, meaning like all of them. Uh, it's even possible it was not sent. <laughs> I, I like that. I like uh, it's. Uh, some people may not have received it. You know what? It, it's actually possible we never sent it. That's probably why they didn't get it. Uh, but I did view a draft of what Helm was intending to send out. Uh, any email addresses that I was monitoring, I can't believe this guy actually posted this on my site, that, that 
whilst working for the company had the passwords changed immediately by the company when I left. Uh, I don't know what that means. Had anyone attempted to email me from that time on, I assume someone else at the company would have received the mail. I, I see. He's trying to say that if anyone responded to any email that may have been sent, uh, he didn't get it. He's, he's, he said, despite the fact that 235 times $15 did not go to me personally, I'm more than willing to refund anyone that has paid from my own pocket. Several weeks ago, upon learning that some people may not have received the refund email, you know, because it wasn't sent, uh, <laughs> I posted this on Facebook and, in fact, refunded some money to Australians who were affected. So a few Australians got some money, apparently. Uh, anyone wanting a refund only need to send proof of payment to chris at chrislevick.com and give me either banking details or a PayPal account. So, Brandon, do you want to send them your banking details? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to right do that? So uh, to get fifteen dollars back, uh, an alternative is that some people is that people can simply go to their bank and do a chargeback. It's very simple. Just just do a chargeback. He says. Uh, in regards to the players involved, these people are of the highest integrity. Despite now my dislike for Helm, I can say in no way did he set the business up illegally with the intention of creating a fraudulent scheme. Anyone requiring further information can feel free to contact me via email. So there's so much wrong with this letter. Um, I don't know how there's he's... There's a lot wrong with that letter, yes. Yeah. I mean, how, how can he say that Helm is not a scammer? If, if, if this really isn't Chris Levick's fault, if it's really this Mike Helm's fault, it's all on him. It, we're talking about $3,500 here. All he has to do is email 235 people, say, hey, sorry about that. The pre-launch never became a launch. You know, the Iceman has this problem, too. <laughs> and uh, here's $15 back. Yeah, tell me your PayPal email, and I'll send it to you. Like, that's all he's got to do. That never got done. How, how can you walk off with people's $15 each, 235 people, from a pre-launch, and not be considered a scammer? It doesn't matter if you set out to run a legitimate business. It doesn't matter what you set out to do at the beginning. It matters what once you have people's money, if you appropriate it and walk off with it, uh, you are a scammer. It doesn't matter what you set out to do originally. So uh, obviously, this didn't get a very good response here. And he sent me uh, he sent me a request by email to close the thread and other things. He really didn't want uh, this discussion to continue. Obviously, I, I denied that request. And um, anyway, the last email I got from him is that he's done discussing it on my site, but that anybody who got ripped off by this to contact me. And that I should pass the information to him to get the money. So I, I'm actually serious about this. If you're one of the people who got ripped off, you're one of the 235 people or you know who was, tell them honestly to contact me with an email address. And I will hold Chris Levick's feet to the fire mm-hmm. to give you the $15. I know it's not very much money, but like, tell me your email. I'll, I'll pass it to him. And if you don't get it, tell me. And then if he ignores the situation, I'll post about it on my site. So, uh, For your own protection again, go ahead and give out uh, said email address, please. Oh, uh, my email address yes. is dandruff, that's D-A-N-D-R-U-F-F, as exactly as it sounds, at pokerfraudalert.com, or you can always just PM me, Dan Space Druff, on Poker Fraud Alert, that uh, will work as well if you have an account here. So, um, you know, on one hand, I'm glad that Chris Levitt came out and responded, even though it was kind of a weird response and... Uh, very shady, but uh, at least he responded. Uh, I think it was more to clear his name than anything else, but, uh, you know, if he really is going to pay people back, you know, I I guess that's good, but I will say one thing. If you screw 235 people out of money who are all different from different places, they're not all related to each other, 
and then you come out on some forum somewhere and say, hey, all they had to do was contact me and get the money back, you know you're not going to get anywhere near all 235 people contacting you. You'll probably get like five. So it makes it look like you're willing to give a full refund, when in reality, very few are going to see it. So it's like me scamming 200 people and then me walking down to a street corner and yelling, hey, if anyone who's got scammed can hear this, I'll give you your money back. That's basically what he's doing. So, uh, but still, if you want the money back, let me know. And any other story you know of this, any story you know about the like like this in the poker world, be sure to bring to Poker Fraud Alert, whether you want to post it yourself in the Scam Scandals and Shadiness forum, or if you would like to uh, just PM it to me or email it to me, and I'll post about it. Uh, I want these things to get out, even though this occurred like a while ago. Total anonymity is assured, correct? Yeah, if you want it to be anonymous, it can be. Like, I'll, I'll be glad to post it without any information related to you, and say that this was sent to me, and here it is. So if you don't, if you don't even want to create an account on the site because you're afraid in some way it's going to trace back to you, which, by the way, I would never give away your info. Like, if you, let's say you come on my site and accuse someone of something, and it seems like your accusation is at least semi-credible. I don't care who demands to know who you are. I'm not going to tell them because I, I want to preserve people's privacy. But if you're really that worried, then, uh, th- then don't worry. Then uh, send it to me anonymously. Anyway, uh, let's move on here to a different subject. Uh, by the way, just one other thing I want to point out. Someone posted a copy of the old website that this guy had, this Chris Levick, chrislevick.com, and there was actually talk of a million-dollar free roll that was on his website about this whole thing. Let me let me uh, read this here. Uh, this was in the promotional materials. Members of Poker Player Academy will also get to play in a monthly free roll worth a crazy $1 million. And let me tell you something. Whenever you see any small site come up bragging about a million-dollar free roll, that's probably the time not to invest in it. Didn't uh, Dr. Evil and Austin Powers... Want to take over the whole world for one million dollars? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. You could play this free roll for the prize of one million dollars. Well, how, how did you have that there, Druff? <laughs> I think your New Year's resolutions are coming true uh, the twelve days before the the New Year. Well, yeah, that's yeah impressive, I, I, I'm buddy. trying to get some some practice here. That but... wasn't a pre-planned uh, no, bit no. there. Wow. Okay, well done. So, so anyway, um. That's what happened with that, and I wouldn't have brought it up again had it not been for this guy uh, showing up. But uh, let's let's move on to another subject. Yes. Um, I, I love the chat room, like people who aren't interested in the subject. Move on, I don't care. I don't like this. Move on. <laughs> well, but, I've heard there is some merge network news yet once again. Yeah, there is. Uh, and uh, after this, this is like a weekly thing now. Yeah, and for those of you, by the way, that, that don't want to hear real poker news or, or fraud stuff, we're going to do a Chico local call after this uh, merge network discussion. Uh, the Merge Network, who uh, you, you can read my report on the Merge Network that's about a month and a half old about uh, why they did away with player-to-player transfers. And it looks like now that a month and a half has passed that my conclusions from that were uh, pretty much right on because it, it really was a power play to force off the smaller skins from the Merge Network. So the following skins are now gone. Uh, we've lost Black Chip Poker which was known for poaching uh, and you know getting giving people secret rakeback deals. And uh, they are gone. So uh, they left, I think, about a week and a half ago. 
And uh, they went to a different network. They were actually on a network called uh, the Winning Network. Good start. It's a good start. It's a great start. Yeah, it's the first win. But you... that we can claim to be completely original, which excites me, which puts me in, a, in the zone of winning. I'm by winning. So that's the network that Blackchip is on now. Uh, but we've had some other sites that have left. Um, we have RPM Poker, which curiously was purchased by Carbon. And then closed down. Carbon Poker bought RPM Poker, which is a fairly big skin on the Merge Network, just to throw it away. They, they threw it in the garbage, like uh, Jeff Shulman's bracelet. <laughs> so um, they, they, that's really what they did. They said, we, we want RPM's players, so what we're going to do, we're going to buy RPM, we're going to shut it down, and then give people an option to either go to one of the Carbon skins or one of the, uh, the Sportsbook-owned skins, which they, they own Merge. So uh, that was the end of Carbon. Hero Poker has not officially closed yet. Remember Hero Poker, who sponsored... Uh, it, was like a, it was like a boutique poker room. Yeah, it was it a Trump? boutique poker room, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually personally played on there for some time. And, uh, Me too. I knew I, that David Chung. I met him. Yeah, I never met David Chung. Yeah. I've talked to him on the phone a number of times. He, you know, he seemed like a nice guy. And uh, It's going he, under? Yeah, well, I don't know where it's going, but uh, oh. the rumors are that uh, it's going to be off the Merge Network very, very soon. And, uh, in fact, it was suggested that if you have any points on there or tournament tickets or whatever, cash them in or get some kind of value out of them immediately because while your balance on Hero will be covered, uh, it's not clear what will happen to your points. I'm not saying they won't be, but I'm not saying they will be. So don't worry about your balance. That will be uh, covered from what I'm hearing. But uh, get any kind of points you have. Get any kind of like non cash balance off of there or used in some way immediately on Hero. Uh, I don't know if they're closing. I don't know if they're going to another network. I'm by winning. I don't know if they're going there. But uh, Hero is is falling off. And PDC Poker. You know, there's so many skins crashing down that even skins owned by Carbon are crashing. So uh, PDC Poker has been shut down. And uh, now Carbon owns... Of course, their main skin, Carbon, and Aced Poker, but PDC is also off the network. So they really are consolidating. Uh, pretty soon, it, it, it is just going to be, uh, very, very soon now, it's just going to be either a Carbon skin or Aced, which I'm hearing may close down as well. It's the same, basically the same thing. Or a Sportsbook skin. And that's it. So uh, I guess there may be some tiny, tiny skins that are left in other markets, but uh, really of any skins with any kind of Real player base, that's going to be your choice, and that's it. So uh, uh, Merge really is just uh, dropping the whole skin model. And uh, I mean, you know, maybe it's because I don't play online poker anymore, but I guess even if I did it, I mean, it, is it me or is it just impossible almost to keep track of all this now? Yeah, all yeah. It's, it's, it's like every week it, it just seems like something. It's either a scam every – it's either a scam per week or something shady – or a site moving to another skin, or, uh, I mean, it just seems impossible to, to keep track of. Yeah, now I will say on Merge's behalf that because they have been holding the money, that when skins go down for whatever reason, like Felt Stars that just ran out of money, um, or other ones going down like RPM that are bought out, or uh, or, or like Black Chip Poker that uh, goes over to a different network. Winning. I win here and I win there. Now what? Let's just do it. So... Regardless of why they're gone, Merge covers the balances. So at least your money isn't at risk as long as Merge is still healthy. 
But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of skins going down. There's a lot of shady things happening. There's a lot of really small sites like that LTE poker that are scamming people and just getting up and disappearing. It's a tough market to play in. And also, from what I'm hearing, the games on Merge have sucked recently. That uh, it's also gotten kind of dead over there. So I'm not saying there's no games running, but it, the, the games have actually worsened. So, but you're I, saying though, on the positive side, that the percentage of Americans sending money to their relatives in the Philippines has gone up tenfold. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, anyway, sorry, that, that, so that's uh, that's what's happened to merge, and uh, that's it's going to keep going that direction. And the bad news is we're not going to have any legalized online poker, maybe at the state level, if Nevada ever gets their shit together. Or another we already state. have it. I mean, it's already legalized. But it's, it's not just, running. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. It's, it's never... But Well, the, the latest that I heard was by the end, of, and this was about a month ago, South Point, which got the first license and had uh, initially claimed in their press release that they would be up and running the first week of October claimed in their last press release last month that they would be up and running by the end of December. Mm, um, so, I don't believe it. We'll see. And Druff, uh, not to interrupt, if you want to go on further, that's fine. But before we go on, when we're done with this segment, I am going to need an ESPN uh, update. Okay. I mean, okay. You don't have to do it now, but just please remember, whenever we are done with this. Yeah. So, you know, just uh, always beware when you play on these sites post-Black Friday. Don't keep that much money on there. Only keep what you need. And always know that uh, your money could be gone at any point, especially if it's not on Merge or America's Card Room, you know, which is basically, or, you know, which is like that. Uh, America's Card Room is one of the several skins on the... I win here and I win there. Now what? Let's just do it. Let's meet this thing head on. And you were, you were in it to win it. Yeah, it's on the winning network. So those are really the only two viable networks. I, I would stay away from everywhere else. And uh, so I, I, guess, I guess we can move on. I just wanted to give that little news about... Uh, all the merch skins closing, and now I guess this. Just uh, in off the wire, Lawn Cigar, PFA longtime member for, on this site and former uh, networks that Ruff and I have worked for, uh, he has won a huge bet. He has won uh, $1,000 in a just. Tuesday random college basketball basketball game. Kid can't pick him, though. Uh, I've actually gotten a lot of picks from him in the past. And he will be donating $100 to be added to whatever it is, Druff, next week oh, wow. uh, to uh, the PFA free roll. And the only condition that he – you said this. Now, this is kind of weird. But, you know, you said any conditions that we have to abide by because it's not really uh, – he – only condition he has is he does not want players to be allowed to play with IP addresses that resolve the states that succeeded from the union before 18, uh, 1861. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. He had no, no, no weird conditions. But anyhow, so $100 next week on top of whatever else uh, is rolled over and donated and very generous. Great. And wow. congrats Great. on the bet. So it's going, yeah, congratulations, Lon Cigar, and thank you for yes. generous. And uh, this is going to be... A big free roll as well next week. Is this going to be like? Could it be the biggest, like the Christmas? What yeah, maybe it could be like the the after Christmas free roll. If you didn't get a good oh, enough yeah, gift true. from Christmas, uh, you can now give yourself a gift on December twenty sixth. Instead of standing in line to return things that you didn't want, you can play our free roll. Uh, so uh, let's uh, let's have a Chico Loco phone call here. Uh, Chico Loco 
has I'm not going to tell you yet how he got it But he has a postcard that he received About a An 8 day, 7 night cruise For two Leaving from any major port in the US Including Los Angeles, California I don't know why they say including that When it could be any major port uh, But uh, also Two round trip airfare uh, Or it says two round trip airfares That's kind of a weird way of putting it To anywhere in the USA Along with a two night hotel stay For the first 50 callers I have a feeling it's not going to be the first 50 callers But uh, uh, I have a feeling we will be the first 50 callers Hmm you like when they say that, like on TV, like the first whatever number of. Callers. You know, when I was younger, like when I was a kid, I I I was always a late night person. I remember sometimes like four or five in the morning, I'd still be up when I was like in junior high. And I used to always see that, and I really wondered if it was true or not. <laughs> and I never actually called one of those numbers to see if I really was, but like they'd throw in the free fucking slice and dice knives or something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Act now, first five hundred callers get this slice and dice knife. Right. Oh, if, if, Absolutely free. Now, be honest, Druff. I mean, I know I don't see you as a home shopping kind of guy, but you've you've opened up so much lately. In fact, I, I got a tweet. I'm, I'm sure you got it too because it was addressed to you as well from somebody that was actually taken aback and 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 just just spiritually uplifted that you have been opening up more in this show. Did, yeah, did you read I the saw tweet? That. Yeah, I saw that. Yes. So, have you ever, Druff, called one of the or not because you wanted to be one of the fifth, first fifty callers, but just to order something online in one of those first 50 caller category No, no I, I have prank called them before, but I've never actually <laughs> seriously called to order on these things. Uh, but this thing has actually two... Wait, seriously called to order, you said? <laughs> you see, this thing actually has two things in it that that, that kind of tilt me. There's the okay. first 50 callers, but then there's also the eight-day, seven-night thing. Now, I hate when things are put this way, that anything is a certain number of days and a certain number of nights, because let's say... Brandon, I give you um, a two-night stay at a uh, at a hotel, but uh, you can't check in until six p.m. Mm-hmm. and you have to check out by ten a.m. So in reality, you're there for far less than forty-eight hours. You're actually there for uh, at most forty hours, right. and I can still call it a three-day, two-night vacation. Right, but you don't even get two full days out of it, so it's just a stupid way of putting things. Very misleading, Josh. Yes, yes. So anyway, Chico's going to call up and uh, claim this eight-day, seven-night cruise, and um, he's going to try to the best of his ability to receive this, and we will find out how he got a hold of this card in the first place, which is not addressed to him. Okay. So uh, let's call this phone number here. It's actually an 855 number. I don't like 855 numbers. Neither do I. Yeah, I, li- I like 866, 877, 888 I like a lot. I mean, I remember. I'm so old. I just remember when 1-800 was, just, was that was it. Oh, yeah. For the long time, that was it. Yeah. And that was I, it. I, I accepted 888, and 877 I kind of warmed up to, and uh, I actually worked for a company that had one of the first 866 numbers. I don't think they tried, but that's what they ended up with. Uh, but 855, I just can never get into it. How far are they going to go? 844, 833? I mean, how, it's, it's got to stop at some point. So let's call this 855 number. It's already shady that they have an 855 number. Absolutely. What the hell? Even businesses don't answer when we call them? Aww. 
Okay. Thank you for calling. You've reached Beverly Nixon. How can I help you? Uh, yeah, um, I got this postcard in the mail. Um, oh, okay. On your card, there's going to be a four-digit uh, confirmation number. May I get that from you, please? Um, I don't got no confirmation number. Um, let me let me tell you how I get this card, and uh, maybe we can go from there. Okay. Uh huh. Um, this is what happened. Uh, my girl, <laughs> my, my my girl, yeah. she she's cleaning a house. Okay, she that's what she does. Okay, don't you know, don't look down on her nothing. But she she she's cleaning a house. And she sees this card, and I, I don't know how she get it, but it ends up in her purse, okay? And so she uh-huh. comes home to me, and, and she, she, she's emptying her purse, and I go, hey, what's this? And she says, oh, this is the card of one of the people I clean for. So it says in the card, it says, Mr. and Mrs. Todd B. Wittellis, I guess that's who she cleans for, or current uh-huh. or current resident. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, you know, if it's just for Todd Wittellis, I say, okay, we bring back the card to him. But, you know, I, I say... This is this is our current resident, and if if it is our current resident, it can be for anyone. I'm not sure, but right. I think you, know, you you don't know who is current resident there. So so um, I, I say that uh, maybe I should call in and and see if if you know I I can give him back the card too. But maybe you know maybe maybe if if El Chico Loco can get something out of this, you know, it's no big deal. <laughs> so okay, what's your first name, sir? So so you know my 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 first name is is going to sound strange to you, but it is L E L. F-E-L? You know, just E-L, L. L, okay. L, what you received is um, from cre- or uh, whoever received, um, something you can take advantage of as well. If I can get you qualified for it, I have to ask you just a couple of quick qualifying questions. But what it is is a gift being sponsored by Crystal Travel in Westlake Village, um, in Westlake Village, California, um, and they're inviting select couples. They're opening up a new office. Um, so they're inviting select couples to come in for a 90-minute preview of their discount travel services. As a thank you for your time and your attention, you will receive, you and your wife, uh, or you and a guest, uh, a fantastic seven-day fun-filled cruise. Right. Now, like I was saying before, Elle, I do need to get you qualified, so I have a couple of quick questions for you. The first question you've already answered. You're married, right? Well, um, you know, um, it's funny you bring this up. Um, I, I was not married, and I was not for a long time. But what happened is... Um, um, one one night I'm with my girl and we say, you know, we we don't we don't got, you know, we we don't got what they call the protection, you know, we don't got that. I'm like, you know, I don't feel like going into Seven Eleven like I usually do. So I, you know, I go, it's probably it's probably the time of the month. It's probably okay. And then what happens is is uh, you know, I end up uh, I end up, well, she ends up not having the period and she ends up she tells me she wants me to marry her. And you know, I I decide to do the right thing. I, I've done a lot of things in my life that ain't ain't right, but I I say, you know, I I'm gonna do the right thing and I I marry her. I marry her three months ago. Oh, okay. So you are married. Yes, yes. Okay. And then are both of you between the ages of 25 and 75? Yes, yes. We're between those ages. Okay. Yes. Are you both legal U.S. residents? Um, let's, let's say that we are, yes. Are you both of you can speak, write, and understand English fluently? Yes, yes. You can, you can tell, okay. you can tell, you know, my, so I got a little bit of accent, but, uh, you know, I, I can, I can speak, I can speak. Yeah, you, what, you what, speak what, and you understand this. Yeah, I, 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 and I your wife does too, right? Yes, yes. She, she speaks good. You know, she, okay. She, and have you attended a travel reception like what I'm inviting you to in the last 12 months? I, I don't know about no travel reception, but I, I, I ain't been to nothing, you know, I just, uh. Okay. Uh, have a combined income between you and your wife of 40000 or more? Um. Per year? Uh, as long as it's not what I report to the to the government, then yes. Okay. Well, no. This is just I need to know that if you make that much, because that's their minimum. Well, yeah. Then no, we we, we make promotion. that much, but but you know there are different ways. I don't want to say on the phone, but there are different ways you can okay. make money. Okay. And, and, so and is I'm, the answer yes or no? I don't no. need any details. Okay. No. The answer is definitely yes. Yes. 
Okay. And then do you own a major credit card that is not a bank debit card? Again, I don't need any details. I just need a yes or a no. Um, yeah, let's, let's say a yes, yes. Okay. And then do you work in the travel industry or are either one of you current members of any travel club? Uh, no, no, I don't know about no travel okay. club. So congratulations, L. You definitely do qualify for the cruise. And let me explain to you. It's going to be a big group reception they're inviting you to where they're just simply going to show all of you how you can use their company in the future to book travel, okay? I mean, get deals on hotels, cruises. They even have international travel, all at major discounts. You're going to be under no obligation to buy or book travel through them. Now that I've qualified you for the cruise, you guys guaranteed do receive that just for attending. It's that simple. Oh, at the wow. very least, what they're hoping for is some good word-of-mouth advertising, and I'm sure you would agree all businesses do, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I, 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 I used to be in a business. I don't want to say what it is, but, you know, people in the hood, they say, they say you come to El Chico Loco, he take care of you, okay? And that's, that's, the way <laughs> I get, that's the way I get my business. Okay. They come to me, you know? Okay. Um, and then let me tell you a little bit more about your cruise. You guys will have one whole year to use that. And they require a 60- to 90-day advance notice, so you have to plan it a little bit ahead of time. Just avoid any major holiday travel because certain date ship supports could incur surcharge. That's typically when that would happen. Um, the only thing you're going to be responsible for when you book your vacation is a deposit, and that just covers your cost of your fees, your port charges, and taxes. So they pay for the crew. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. I'm explaining so it. They cover the cruise, and they pay for that entirely. Um, they just don't pay your taxes. You have to pay your own taxes. And then you guys get to choose the port that you leave from. So whatever port you pick, um, then you have to pay your own port fee. Do, do okay? any of these cruises go to Mexico by any chance? Yeah, you actually, there's hundreds of cruises for you to choose from. The only two cruises you won't be able to take um, are, is the Alaskan cruise or the Hawaiian cruise. Oh, man, you can take Mexico, Caribbean, hundreds of cruises. Okay, I probably, I probably to go to Mexico. I, I need to go there anyway. But uh, but how, how much is this deposit? I didn't I didn't see nothing on the credit card about, about the, the the postcard. I didn't see nothing about no deposit. You know what you're saying? Well, said? yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm explaining it to you. As far as the deposit, it just covers the sales tax of your tickets. They pay for the tickets. You have to pay your own sales tax. I don't know exactly what that'll be because that just depends on what cruise you guys choose. Well, I, I got myself a question. You know, I'm not the I'm not the one of the guys. Uh, you know, I I don't get no A's in math. You know, back when I had school. But um, let's say they say these the tickets are worth. Um, you know, let's say they just say they're worth ten thousand dollars. I know they're really not worth ten thousand, but let's let's say they say it's ten thousand. Then I got to pay the tax on on a ten thousand ticket, which is a very much money. So, uh, ten thousand. It would be what point zero eight. I think it's the yeah. That's tax. still almost ten thousand. Almost a thousand dollars. You know. So yeah, uh, it is. It so, is. So so how do I? The tickets I, I, are no close. Not nowhere close to that amount. You know, um, I, I don't. I, I don't usually pay tax on very much. You know, I, I pay tax on. Yeah. Uh, I, I pay tax on. on I, I buy things at the store. Let's maybe. Say that's the when tickets I, are two. Let's say the tickets are two thousand. You pay. You guys would pay one hundred and sixty dollars. But I, I I don't understand. If if I'm not buying anything, why do I have to go pay the sales tax? Because they don't pay the taxes, they pay for the cruise. But is this a, is this the port tax or the sales tax? Because you you only you pay the pay sales the tax, fees, sir. You have to pay the port charges and you have to pay the sales tax. But you, they're not really, selling. They're not selling me, so I, why why I have to pay sales tax? You know, that's let, let me let me tell you. Okay, let's say you come over to my, uh, you come over. I got the barbecue on on the you know on on Firestone Boulevard. You come over to my barbecue. I sell you a hot dog with a bacon wrap. Okay. And I say, I say this to you, and, and I sell you hot dog for five dollar, and, and you say okay, and then I, I charge you sales tax of eight percent. I give you, you say okay, forty cent for me, please, for the tax. If I just give you the hot dog, if I say hey chica, here's a here's a hot dog, you know, you don't gotta pay no tax because I give it to you. Uh, sir, 
I don't make the rules. That's just the way it is. They pay for the crews. You pay the taxes. Most people find it very understanding and actually very, very good deal. I, I just never um, pay. I just never pay tax on things. You, I, I can I'll definitely. There's other people that would take advantage of it. Okay. Well, no, no. I, I try to understand the you know, way I pay tax. If you if you don't sell okay, nothing. Okay, this is America, and in America, people pay taxes. I don't know why that is. It's just yeah, the way I, it I, is. I, look, look, and you, they're not going to pay your sales tax. You have to pay your own sales tax. That's what I am saying. Um, I am saying this is America. You don't pay tax on what you don't buy. You only pay the tax on whatever you buy. You do not pay the tax on what you be given for free. What if I give uh-huh. you something? What, what What if I give you my pants and I say, here's Chico Loco's pants. Now you owe Chico Loco 8% tax on my pants. <laughs> All right, sir. I'm actually going to end the call now because I just don't feel like we're getting anywhere. We are getting somewhere. No, I just want to know why I'm paying tax. Have a, have a good day, sir. Well, I want to know why I'm paying tax. <laughs> that was awesome. Listen, can I ask you for another New Year's resolution, please? Yeah, yeah. Can you make a fucking opening for our fucking show? I mean, Clip's like, congratulations, Al. You qualify. I like this is America. I mean, I like I like the racism there at the end of the call. <laughs> yes, this is America. Like right there, that's at least two bits in the fucking. I mean, for us, uh, that, uh, unbelievable. Oh, oh shit. god, that was great. That's great. El Chico Loco. He, I mean, he, he brought up a good point shit. there, though. I, I, I've, you know, I've seen these these things before. These cruises where you pay the port charges, uh, but I've never seen it where you pay a sales tax for yeah. what you actually are, are not. Paying for that's what's weird. I, I, the only time I've ever seen you say, I've ever seen it legal. This pay is sales America. Tax. We pay taxes. <laughs> the only thing I've ever seen where you pay taxes on uh, sales tax on something you didn't actually spend is like when you get a discounted cell phone and you have to pay on on what the cell phone was actually worth because they're they're giving you money off your plan or whatever. But I've never seen where they give you something for free and you have to pay taxes that is on it. Fucking epic! That was great, buddy. That's really really good. But I love it when I love it when she goes. I don't need any details. <laughs> what was I? I don't even know if that was for the credit card or yeah. I don't need any details. <laughs> that was great, great idea. I, I I just want to say since I do take a lot of credit, and you actually I should say you give me a lot of credit when I come up with premises. This was something Jeff fully came up with on his own without yeah. any help. And by the way, I really got this. I really got this stupid thing in the mail. This this were. Uh, I got this. Was uh, it says, "Dear Mr. and Mrs. Todd B. Wittellis, congratulations! You have been selected to receive a complimentary eight-day, seven-night cruise for two, leaving from any major port." I already read this part, but it says, "Call within forty-eight hours," which I actually did. I got it today. Uh, you will receive a bonus two round-trip airfares, and then, but it says nothing, like fine print or otherwise. The only thing in the she, fine print looks like um, makes a funny point. She asked you about a credit card, but didn't care how you even got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, I'm still sorry. The best, the best two parts of that that you have to incorporate into an opening are: this is America, we pay taxes, and the second one is congratulations, L, you yeah. qualify. You know, I don't think. Do you think? And you know what? I mean, we normally don't call people out, but whatever. Do you think there's even one member, and if so, name it, of PFA that would not qualify for this? No, no. I, I think, uh, I think. Everybody, I think, I think our every single member here. I think even Benjamin would qualify. No, he's not twenty-five. That's the problem. Yes, oh, that's why. That's right. You know what? No, people, Beebs would qualify. Yeah, that's right. Either. Beebs wouldn't qualify. PLOL wouldn't qualify. That's right. We had a few who wouldn't. But here's the fine print. It says some restrictions apply. Reci- recipient is responsible for application fee, all applicable port taxes and deposits. So I, I understood that. But what about the sales tax? Like, what the hell is that shit? They're just. I bet mean, they're just pocketing that. Uh, call for details of participation. 
Solicitation for a travel membership 90-minute presentation required. Age, income, and cohabitation requirements apply, which, of course, Chico Loco passed with flying colors because he's, uh, you know, he's married and uh, yes. he, he makes $40,000. And, uh, yeah. So, all right. Um, yeah, this is some shady, uh, some shady travel agency that's trying to sell you uh, membership. And uh, I'm sure they're probably collecting much of the value of this cruise back in these bullshit taxes. But no. Druff, uh, we have an hour, so time is really of the essence so we can get through everything. I wanted to ask you, um, <clears throat> I know you, you watched it. I was actually uh, in Lake Tahoe, and I did not see it, the uh, first episode of uh, the Jennifer Harmon show. Actually, like, the second episode was this week. Um, well, that's what I was going to ask. I know you talk, we talked about, what, what, is, I don't even, what is the name of the show again? Sin City Rules, and I have, yeah, to admit, right. I have to admit, I didn't watch the whole thing I, this week. I watched the whole thing last week, the first okay. episode. Uh, I have to admit, I didn't have a lot of motivation to watch the second one because the show sucks. I, I will say that Jennifer has come off well in what I've seen of it. She's she's the only one who comes off as normal. She seems very uh, like low key and 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 reasonable, and nothing seems bad about her. At least from what I've seen so far, I didn't see the whole episode. One thing that was pretty ridiculous in the second episode that I did see was near the beginning of the episode, she's going to this very contrived lunch with the one of the women whose gimmick is that she's the daughter of a uh, a former mobster who was killed when she was three years old. I guess like a hitman for the mob. And Jennifer asked like something about her father, and this woman breaks down into tears about how she didn't get to grow up with her father and, and just as a, a real breakdown in front of Jennifer Harmon just for asking about her father. Now, this whole thing was so contrived. And if your father died when you were three and you're in your 40s now and someone asks about your dad, are you going to break into tears? It, it, never mind that her dad was a murderer and was, you know, was yeah. a mob hitman. But for, forgetting that, even if you say uh, you have a faint memory of him from three years old and still love him, you're not going to break into tears about your dad dying when you were three, when you were in your 40s. I mean, El Chico lost 80% of his family during one, just one Cinco de Mayo. And you don't see him pouting? <laughs> Do you, Druff? He no, 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 he's, he's gotten over that He did well. the right thing. Yeah. He got her married. You know, he married her after the period. Yeah, so uh, uh, this is, uh, I saw that, and, and believe it or not, after that, I just turned it off because it's just so ridiculous. Like, everything is so contrived, and the only part I'm really interested in, in seeing are the parts featuring Jennifer Harmon. I really don't care about these other four women. And the only... I'd like to see the parts with her, but they're pretty boring. Because she's not over-the-top or weird or obnoxious, at least not in the show. So, so the show is so bad, you're saying the only parts you'd want to see are the boring parts of Jennifer Harmon? Yes, yes. So it's like... It's, so the parts that aren't boring are just stupid and contrived, and I don't want to see them. And, mm-hmm. and the parts that are involve someone that I know of from poker... I, I do admit I like seeing the other poker players in there, like Crazy Mike and uh, and Brad Booth. Like that is kind of funny, but they just, they're just not you know featured. What? Speaking of which, I'm glad you just said that because I have something that I, I talked with you. Uh, about. Oh, that's right. We have we have a piece and of Brad Booth news. Remember, with... I even remember I told you to remind me, but you you know it's yeah. Let me. Find I, I forgot to this. remind you, but then I reminded you without reminding that's you. It. Let me find it. And you know what? Before while I'm looking this up. Um, I'm looking outside my window in my office right now uh, from my home location, not a secret location. And guess what I'm seeing? What? Snowflakes coming. Oh down my! In Las Vegas, it is snowing. It's not enough that I mean, and you know, it's 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 standard Vegas snow where it's just it doesn't little stick. flakes that melt. You know, either as soon as they hit the ground or before. Well, what about uh, four years ago? It snowed six inches and did stick. 
that was very unusual, but that was pretty cool. Yes, I remember that. That was uh, that it was two thousand eight. It was December seventeenth, two thousand eight. Almost exactly uh, four years. Remember, ago. I was actually. This is really funny. I was in Los Angeles, Jeff. Okay, <laughs> staying. I was in Los Angeles, and I was staying with a, a female, Jeff. I'm, you know, you seem to be right on your fucking A game tonight. Who would I? Who would I be staying with? Who, who was I staying with? Eight. Um, would that be Nicole? Is nice. Yes, it was. And I was planning to come home on that exact day, and I could not come home because for the first time since I've ever lived here, they shut down I-15. And I was actually I would have got as far as to like Barstow because there was so much snow on the roads. I guess there's not a snow plow. They had to wait to the next day to have one brought in from like Arizona or somewhere. Oh wow! So I could not come home, and I was stranded with Nicola's nice, uh, but her warm bosoms kept me uh, comfortable. But anyhow, that's neither here nor there. Um, anyhow, this is a text that I received after last week's show um, from somebody that uh, let me see. I think he said I could say. Uh, you may use any of my aliases too. Okay, then you know what I'm going to use since he said it was fine. Um, this is someone that I know personally. This is someone I consider a friend and and uh, I've spent time with. Um, I guess the people that would know him from he's a poker player and also a, a professional gambler and sports better. Uh, people that would know him were people that played on full tilt. Um, in any any of the medium to very high limit uh, limit hold'em games, his name on there was uh, Q's Daddy, Q S D A D D Y. You can yeah. look up his stats; they speak for himself. And uh, he is a regular at the Red Rock. Uh, he frequents there for you know for the food and also gambles there and does not play poker there because the Red Rock doesn't have anything other than uh, one two no limit, except for when the standard four hundred eight hundred mix game breaks out. But um, anyhow. This is a text I received from my friend. He said, I'm listening to last night's show. Right after, and he was listening in the archives, right after that poker game, Brad Booth and I played Baccarat together at Red Rock. He shot off about 30K while we were playing together. After he lost the last of his chips, he was pretty upset, uh, whining about he never wins and has the worst luck in the world. So, as you recall, I mentioned... I'm sorry, it was 20K. I, mean, I just read it wrong. He lost, shot off 20K while we were playing together. Um, anyway, for those that listened last week, if you recall, I was told by other confidential sources that uh, during the, the game that I guess was aired last week and, and took place many months ago, Brad Booth was the biggest winner. Uh, I was told he racked up over 30000 um, and again, I don't know how much of that was his. I, don't, I have no information. Well, this is what's anything. interesting. I, I heard from somebody else, though, who, who mm-hmm. witnessed it, that he only cashed out slightly less than 10k from the poker room. So I, I heard that story from you earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. Then I heard a contradicting story from someone who was there in the room physically, who saw, claimed to saw, have seen that he only cashed out a little less than 10. Though, who knows? But uh, but I, I believe well, it, it, again. The, the two things I can point out, and I, and and. and the other thing is I don't know, and I need to find out if there was only one instance in which this game took place. Now that's the other thing. If 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 the filming took place over two days or three, because you have to understand, I think there was a there was a no limit game at one point, and also a mixed game. Brad Booth doesn't play mixed games; he plays no limit. So the, anyhow, the point is there there might have been several 
of oh, these maybe games. One of those games. There yeah. might have been three sessions, and the person that you spoke to, the person I spoke to, is very reliable, and 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 would would obviously validate my story even more is the person that. Accused Daddy, who played Bakara with him, is of utmost integrity. Okay. Very no, I, I believe person. him. I believe and, him what he saw. And, you know, not, yeah, and if he said that he shot off 20,000 with him, then 100%, I would bet, I, I would come as close to betting my life as I could on anything on his word. But by, by I, the way, I, I, want, I, want to, uh, I want to mention yeah. one other thing uh, about this. Uh, this game took place in late August. So Right. We talked about it on the phone as well, which was after, when he was stolen debt and owed the, the guy that he rolled uh, during the World Series. Yeah, so uh, even though you're seeing it on TV now in December, uh, it actually took place in late August. And sometimes when you see, see you see things on TV that that have the appearance of taking place in present time, you forget that these were filmed and there's some production time and all that. So, so yeah, this was in August. Uh, I think August 25th around that date. So, yes. uh, but yeah, very interesting that Brad Booth uh, was the big winner and then shot it all off in Baccarat and didn't pay the people he owed. And also, I just thought of for those of you that may not have uh, may not be familiar with uh, Q's Daddy, his name on this site and it's registered, and on other sites that we were on, um, I'll just give part of his name is Joy Miller's sucks. Uh, you know, another word and then cock. That that is his name on this site and uh, other sites that we've been on. So. Yeah. And yeah, very interesting enough that uh, to know where his money's going, and I think that's just another case. Uh, I, I, I mean, I think we can say safely, Druff, at this point, he's somebody that ain't making a comeback. No, no, obviously not. And and here's a question I had though: if his backer was there with him when uh, he got backed in this game that he played on TV, he, if he was the big winner, why didn't his backer take the money at that point instead of walking yeah, with the debacle? So. like, is his backer a huge degenerate too? I guess so. Yeah, well, I mean, you never know. It, it, it. I mean, this is pretty sad, but I, I know of instances where people have backed others in, 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 you know, mainly tournaments, and before the money could even be given to the backer, they've shot it off in the pits. <laughs> um, I mean, do, do you know what I'm saying? That in yeah. fact, I'm not even. It doesn't even matter. I can just go ahead and say it. There was a very famous instance. This was about four years ago with uh, Chino Reem, where before he could even. Uh, pay back someone that had staked him in a Bellagio. It was a Bellagio tournament. He had lost everything playing Baccarat. You know, the person wasn't there to receive it right away. He had the money because he cashed and he had the money in hand and ended up losing in a Baccarat. So um, I, I would I would think that's logically what probably happened. You know, I would imagine if the backer was there, you know, or someone in the game, they probably would have got that money before he wandered in the you know throughout the casino. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, very interesting. And I'll try to find out. I'm going to be at Red Rock this weekend. Uh, I'll try to find out. Uh, just I get more details on, on, on not that as much as how many sessions took place, what were the, you know, how long did the games go for, because I'm pretty confident there's more than one game that went on. So that's probably led to the confusion of who won, who lost. There were probably, you know, probably at least two, probably more sessions that went on. So Yeah, actually, and you know what's funny? um Brad Booth, uh, I wanted to get him on this show a number of times. Uh, he's been on a previous show we've been on. It's just never happened. And um, I wanted to interview him about this specific situation. And uh, I had a hard time getting him on here. He, he wouldn't come on. But, uh, of course, Quad Jacks got him first, and I might as well play that. Little, little oh, yeah, I mean, I heard the interview drop, and it just it, – it, it, every time we try to get these guys on, and then those, those – the, the, the one snake. I'm not going to say snakes anymore because – I felt really bad about Marco, and I, I, I realized that 
we need to make a line that we're drawing. But they always get the, the hard-hitting interviews right before we can. And, uh, I mean, it's going to tell you, but go ahead. Fucking yeah, play I mean, it. Yeah, I might as well just play it on this just show. If we can't get the interview, play I'll, I'll play it. It's an spot. Play it. Just play it. <laughs> and then, uh, then, not only that, not only did they get that interview, but then they even got Crazy Mike on there to talk about his experience playing on I didn't TV. I this. Jesus. <laughs> So that was that was Quad Jax's uh, quality interview as you still not fixed to this day, Druff, huh? <laughs> well, you know what, Druff, I my throat is getting dry. I'm gonna take about three minutes to Brandon the self and get some water, but while I do, uh this is something that you are an expert on. You're well respected, uh not only on this forum but just in the industry. Uh, why don't you take this time to speak about the Reed Cobb poker legislation bill that uh, is apparently dead in the okay, water? Okay, yeah. So, uh, as I've mentioned before, this uh, Reed Kyle poker bill that would have legalized online poker had a lot of flaws, and I've posted about it on the Scam Scandals and Shadiness Forum, uh, about how it could even be unconstitutional. Uh, the PPA has, has been very big on uh, that the lame duck session of Congress that's, that's ending very soon is going to produce some sort of poker legislation and that we'll have online poker legalized uh, after that. I, I knew that was never going to happen. I knew there just wasn't enough time to get it done, not enough interest. Well, sure enough, uh, it failed. It's gone. Um, even the PPA admits now the whole thing has failed. It's not going to happen. There is not going to be any kind of legalized federal online poker in the U.S. in 2012. When I say there won't be poker, I don't mean that you won't be able to play. I mean, it won't be legalized in 2012. Uh, the article from the Las Vegas Review Journal says it's dim prospects finally fading to black. Senator Harry Reid pulled the plug Friday, and that's uh, in reference to last week's Friday, on the effort in Congress to legalize internet poker this year. With only days remaining in the session, and with a consensus far from reached on a bill that sought to reshape the landscape of online gaming, quote, we simply have run out of time in this legislative calendar, he said. I'm disappointed, remain committed to this issue, and it will be a priority for us in the new Congress. Well, okay, that's great, but uh, I, I think we're going to be seeing this played over and over and over uh, with the new Congress, uh, just like it was in the old Congress. I mean, we, we've had two years almost now since Black Friday. We've had six years plus since the UIGEA was passed in October 2006. Online poker being legalized is gaining a little momentum at a time, but it's just not looking very good for the short term. So, um, unfortunately, it's uh, don't expect it anytime soon. If you're somebody who was making a living playing online poker and you're just sitting and waiting and saying, I just got to wait like another year, I can, I can hold out another year and not make any money, but beyond that I can't... It, I think you better go get a job because it's highly unlikely that any of us are going to play any legalized online poker sites, except maybe at the state level. But as far as something you can play at a federal level, which is what we really need, you're not going to play that in 2013. And you may not play it in 2014 or 15 or 16. We're just not really seeing very much progress. And, and it's unfortunate that organizations like the PPA, who, who gained funding from claiming victories in matters like these. They always try to seem more optimistic about it than reality actually is. So don't count on legalized online poker in the U.S. anytime soon. And, and trust me, it's hard on everybody here that is anything more than a casual poker player. 
If you were playing poker to make a living, this is crappy news. Uh, the fact that we're going to be waiting a long time is crappy news. And uh, But that's the reality. That That's the real news. And you can sit there with rose-colored glasses on and say, hey, I bet they're going to get it done. I bet the, the beginning of the new Congress they're going to get it done and we're going to be playing by the end of 2013. No. Not only is there substantial time in getting a bill passed, which, which isn't easy, it's very difficult, but implementing it will be tough as well. There's going to have to be so many different new laws on the books, so many different uh, regulatory hurdles they have to go through, that this is totally new territory that they've never uh, encountered before. This is not something they can just say, okay, it's legal, go ahead and start offering games. It's not that simple. This is going to be a long time. The government moves very slowly, and even and we don't even have a bill that's passed, and, and or even anything that's ever come close to passing. So don't count on it. If you want to be a professional poker player into this day and age, either find some way to grind out on the existing networks, which is very hard. Um, mm-hmm. Go to a, a live poker room and find a game you can reliably beat. But of course, a lot of people either can't do that because of where they live, or it's just they don't have the time to put into it. Uh, or, or can't beat the games because of the rake and the tips and all the other things that, that cost you money. Uh, or just find something else to do. Get a job, uh, whatever. But uh, it, it's, it's going to be a while. So that's that's just what I wanted to let you guys know. And uh, I'm not surprised. I wasn't even like, oh, man, the, the Reed-Kyle bill failed. Man, I was counting on that. No. I saw it. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what I knew was going to happen. It wasn't even like a moment of disappointment for me because I already knew the outcome. It was like it's like watching a, a basketball game where your team is losing a hundred to sixty in the fourth quarter, and you turn it off. When you look at the final score on ESPN, you go, "Oh man, I can't believe they lost." Oh, that's disappointing. They lost. No, you already knew they lost when they were down a hundred to sixty. So that that's basically what's been happening here with this uh, internet poker effort. It's been uh, way behind, no chance of winning for a long time, and uh, I, I wish I had better news to report. And I don't want to sound like a pessimist. I'm just giving you the realistic situation here. So uh, that's the story with that. So, uh, Brandon, I, I hear you're back. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit about uh, something not related to poker. John McAfee. Well, Brandon, are you here? Oh, never mind. I guess Brandon's not back. I, I, I could have sworn I heard him. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was actually oh, yeah. on the phone. Okay, I thought I was imagining. I was getting, but I'm working. I'm working. I'm not just sitting there, you know, taking personal calls on while I'm on duty. I want to clarify something, and I guess I'm allowed to, to reveal this now. Um, uh, the actual person uh, that cashed him out, uh, he told me I just didn't want to. I never say anyone's name unless they specifically say say my name, especially when you're when it's in regards to a job where someone works. But anyhow, Lon Cigar was the person that cashed out Brad Booth. Yeah, I didn't want to say that either. Yeah, well, right. And what ended up happening, just to clarify the situation, he did win the amount that I was told, but the the poker room is only allowed uh, to cash out $10,000, and they don't even have usually, especially at the rhetoric, a lot of cash on hand. So he cashed out that amount in cash, and then ended up walking over to Baccarat with chips. Uh, he see, kept yeah, some yeah. of the chips and cashed out 10K uh, okay. in cash. And then, you know, and that actually makes sense. Because if it was like 30-something K, and then he had 10K in cash, and my, my friend, or it doesn't matter, we can say accused that he saw him lose 20,000, that pretty much is a math right there. Yeah. And he probably just left with 10,000, you know, which could have been 
his, his life money. I mean, who, I mean, who knows? But or it could have been the stake that he was bought in for in the first place. Yeah. You know, I love that about, about our site and just the different people that listen and, and, you know, always give us inside information or just even sometimes listen for a year or two. And then when something that we talk about pertains to them or they have knowledge, they'll pop in out of nowhere. Someone we've never heard and just say, Hey, I can offer this. And I think that's one of the greatest, uh, pleasures about doing this just you know what i mean just oh yeah yeah i love that, that. i love a lot of yeah. information and and you just never know what you're gonna yeah hear. I, I love when people bring stuff to us and, and they know we'll probably say it they, they know that uh yeah. we're, we're not the two plus two podcast that's afraid yes. to say some of these things because it's gonna piss off people it's got to be a serious show like absolutely we, we can we can just say what we've heard and the gossip we've heard and, and all that so uh so and jay stat makes a very good point in the chat for those that don't quite understand what i was referring to with about the 10k if you cash out in Nevada for over uh, 10K, or if you buy in for over 10K, uh, the casino bylaw, and this happened after 9-11, is required by Nevada uh, Gaming Law to, to file what's called a CTR, and that goes to the IRS where it is logged with them. Actually, it's not just Nevada. It's actually the whole, the whole country is like that. Okay, okay. Excuse me then. Um, so anyhow, a lot of people, I mean, there, there are easy ways to get around that. Um, you know, such as what I just what Brad Booth did, and and also, uh, you know, I know many people that, uh, and I guess I really can't speak for how easy it would be today, but I know Druff, you know, you can very easily uh, comment on this as well. Back in the day at Bellagio, um, I never played high enough that I had to worry about that kind of, you know, cashing in twenty thousand or thirty thousand dollars for one session, but people commonly would be able to walk up. Um, you know, around 2004 or five, six, you know, even seven, and just cash in a $5,000 chip and questions weren't asked. And say you won twenty or $30,000, you would just have to go over a period of, of a couple of days and cash in, no questions would be asked. And I'm not sure if it's that easy anymore now if the question with all the chips that have been stolen in the past, and just things that have gone on. I know that the casinos in general have tightened security. Sometimes, I mean, I, I was actually shocked, uh, you know, I, I've been with people that have cashed in at, at, at pretty big strip casinos, you know, just a thousand dollar chip or, you know, a thousand and maybe a couple hundreds. And they were, they were asked before the cashier will give them the money. Where were they playing? What game? Yeah. They, and then they, they call the pit to verify that. And when right. I first moved here, uh, it was very common that people would cash three, four, five thousand, even more. And especially from like high end places like the Wynn and the Venetian and, and you know, Blasio and, and no questions would be asked. They'd just be handed the money for the chips. And that's changed a lot, too. But uh, talk, talk about your experiences with that, with the Blasio. Have, have you witnessed any of that or what would have? You know, the Blasio, they actually are um, one of the more lax places as far as um, as long as you don't exceed right now. I think their limit right now is five thousand dollars. As long as you don't exceed that. Uh, they don't ask you any questions unless you have, well, of course, $5,000. If you have a $5,000 chip, they ask you a million questions. Uh, those, you really don't want $5,000 chips at Bellagio because they really, really put you through the ringer. If you have $1,000 chips or less, they, they tend to cash them. But if it is more than 5000 they want to take your name down uh, for purposes of tracking, you know, if you're trying to split up transactions to avoid the 10000 thing. Uh, but some casinos are much harder about this. And as you said, you cash in 1300 they're going to demand to know where you're playing. And try to verify it and all that. And the, every casino has a different policy on this. Some of this is to verify that you're not trying to split up transactions to avoid this $10,000. Because they're required by law to try to thwart people who are trying to get around the $10,000 uh, limit with having to fill out paperwork. 
Uh, some casinos try harder than others. Like Commerce, for example, is notorious for not trying very hard. But last I heard, you could walk up to the commerce cage with $9,999, and they'll say, okay, here you go, and, and not, not even uh, bad an eye. Well, that's why I was confused and <clears throat> thought, you know, I, I don't know other states. I know Nevada gaming law very well, but I remember when I would stay at commerce, uh, you know, and I've, I've sometimes, I think the longest I've stayed there was a month, and I would just accrue a bunch of chips and walk up and cash out six or seven here or there. Never a question even asked. No, they don't. And again, this is this was you know the, I, the last time I played was probably two years ago at Commerce. But uh, that you're right, that is a place that's notorious for. And I thought that may have been just because of the, of the laws there, but maybe like you said, they just have indifference. No, they just have indifference, and somehow they've gotten away with it. Now, if you do ten thousand, they have to. I, I've never gotten the answer if it's ten thousand or ten thousand and one, but it, whatever it is. Um, at that it's point, 10, they were, it's, it's 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 anything over nine thousand nine hundred. Okay, so it is ten thousand. But but yes. uh, ten thousand, they they because it's under federal law, they have to do it, and they do it over at Commerce. But it, but as I said, if you walk up with nine thousand and change, uh, they, they don't ask any questions, and they just they're known for being very lax with that. I don't know why. I don't know how they get away with it. But that's it's been that way for years and years. Uh, in Vegas, it's just it's up to the individual place because uh, what what splitting up transactions to avoid filling out the CTR forms is a, it's called structuring that's the legal term and structuring means like let's say you have uh, 12k worth of chips you want to cash in you're like ah I don't feel like fi- filling out a CTR so then you take 9000 of the cage hold 3000 in chips and then come back 2 hours later and and do the 3000 or even bring the 3000 to a different cashier uh, that's called structuring and if you're Doing this on purpose to avoid filling out the CTR form that's actually considered a crime, and, and you can go to jail for it. I don't know how many people actually get charged for it. I, I've never heard of uh, of anyone going to jail over it. I know Jay Stat posted the chat that could land the long jail term, and I'm sure a high amount of money that was well orchestrated by either people laundering through chips or something like that. Yes, but I think yeah, I, I I feel pretty confident saying if you know you want twenty thousand and you just tried to and got caught. Doing it over two days, you're not going to go to jail. Yeah, they probably just that. make you fill out the form. But uh, yeah, but uh, and, uh, and the other thing about that now that's that's so much more difficult about doing it is everything now. The, the casinos are so stringent and strict about tracking you that if you, you know if you use the player's card and and you know meaning like say you cash in for you know you cash out you have fifteen thousand dollars in chips and you get nine thousand you nine thousand dollars you know just make it even nine thousand you go back. In, in you know a day, twenty four hours, thirty six hours, to try to redeem the other twenty six. When they ask for your your ID uh, and they look you up in the computer, it, very very high likelihood they're going to see that you have six thousand dollars in chips that you never redeemed. So uh, I would suggest to anybody that that you know is, plays that high, it's not worth the risk of doing that because uh, they've gotten a lot more sophisticated in keeping track of chips and and who has them and. Uh, you know, even I know there, there are chips now that have sent the not not sensors. What do you call the, the RFID? Um, yeah, absolutely. So very very interesting. And, you know, the other thing I want to ask, I guess, while we're talking about casinos, Jeff, this is something that happened to me uh, yesterday that I just found very very bizarre. And you know, I've worked as you know in, I, in my most of my twenties in the the casino industry, and I guess. The thing I knew the least about was casino marketing. I never really knew anyone that worked in casino marketing. But what ended up happening is yesterday I went to my mail, and I got a offer from the Venetian slash Palazzo for two free nights 
uh, for any <coughs> excuse me any time uh, in the month of December or January, excluding uh, New Year's Eve and I think like the day before New Year's Eve and I think New Year's Day. And you know those are the the slowest times in Las Vegas, uh, especially the week. Uh, or and two leading up to Christmas, and that's always the best time. If you want to come to Vegas and you just want like a really nice room and get a great deal on rooms that you otherwise wouldn't be able to afford, uh, this is a two week stretch to always come. Like you could get a room at Bellagio that's you know a thousand dollars, you know during the week for for two hundred two hundred fifty dollars. I mean you can get a very sick room uh, because it's just. This is very slow. Everyone's home. No one's spending money because the holidays are coming up. But anyhow, I got an offer, like I mentioned, for the Venetian Plots for two free nights. And, I, you know, that's not very odd in itself. But what's odd about it, Jeff, is I have not played at the Venetian or the Palazzo since I've moved here. The only time I've ever played anything at either property or mainly the Venetian was uh, po- uh, you know, some poker tournaments. Now, this make, made me wonder when I got this in the mail. Or other casinos possibly selling my information, um, and that was really the only thing that I could think of because you know it's just it's not very common. You don't have any plan. You're just going to get two free suites uh, at the Venetian. I've never been on their mailing list before because although I do have a card there, it's been act- inactive for many many years, except for when I've played in poker tournaments, and that's not going to you know get me those kind of offers. So it just made me think. You know, is that something? Uh, you know, and I, I make no secret because of of the bot and just other things. I've obtained some high level of cards at other casinos, and it made me just wonder if if that will that's what was going. I, on. I bet that is what happened. And uh, in fact, I, I think that's a good segue to the next thing I want to discuss. But I'll, I'll answer you here with my opinion: is that uh, I do think that there's probably some stealing of customer information and and some kind of shady deals made. Either stealing or kind of just backdoor deals from the casinos to other casinos, uh, where for, for marketing purposes that uh, um, you know maybe uh, so, some former employee steals a bunch of addresses and f- customer information from certain casinos and sees that you either are a high limit player there or have obtained high cards because of you know you you already had a seven star card from from the Caesars Corporation. And that uh, you know they bring this to other casinos and say, hey, look at all the information I have here. You know, do you want to pay for it? You know, maybe that happens, or maybe, uh, as I said, the casinos themselves, small casinos or whatever, or even uh, medium-sized casinos, sell to other ones that they don't feel they're in uh, direct competition with. So it, it right. can be a lot of things. It's, it, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that with your uh, recent seven-star and other uh, cards you've gotten, that this suddenly happens. So. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, to make the segue here, to show you how personal information you give to gambling entities can get into the wrong hands, even sites like Poker Stars, who uh, do a pretty good job with uh, not allowing shady things to happen with uh, information you trust them with, they they've still been known to mess up at times, and they've still been known to have rogue employees. Now I don't really blame Poker Stars much for this because you know when you have a large organization you're you're always going to have a few bad apples and uh sometimes these bad apples act on their own and weird things happen. Some people who are currently in the Poker Stars database, meaning, you know, any players on Poker Stars. I, I don't know if these are US players who can't play anymore or rest of the world players who can still play. But some people got the following weird email uh, on what date was it? 
December 13th, five days ago. The age of Pisces ends on the 21st December, and the age of Aquarius begins on the 25th December. There will be three days of darkness between these dates. For answers, visit www.horaten.com. That was the entire email, and it came, if you looked at the headers, from mail50.pokerstars.eu. It actually came... This wasn't like a fake email that's supposedly from the PokerStars domain. And it wasn't actually... If you look at who sent it to you, it didn't say it's from whatever at PokerStars.com. But the PokerStars servers actually sent out this email to certain PokerStars customers. I mean, that's unbelievable that that happened. That's such a bizarre email referring to the doomsday uh, predictions for... uh, uh, for, for December 21st But the age of the Pisces have, has ended Or will be ending on December 21st And on the 25th The age of Aquarius is coming And they want you to know that At least this person doesn't think the world's going to end on the 21st They just think the age of the Pisces is ending And the age of Aquarius is starting On, on Christmas So uh, This actually came from A PokerStars employee Who owns this Horaton.com site And people accused PokerStars of it at first And of course I don't know if you've noticed When you email PokerStars support With any kind of complaint When you send them any kind of complaint They often deny it at first Like you get a well worded email You get a response from what seems to be An intelligent person But they just deny, deny, deny And that's what happened here they didn't believe that uh, the age of Aquarius was their doing. So they didn't believe this, but they later admitted to it. They later said, yes, this did happen. This is our fault, kind of. This is what PokerStars wrote. Um, you know what? I'm just going to put the music in the background. I don't care. Hello, thank you for taking the time to report this issue to us. We're aware that yesterday, one of our employees violated internal policies by accessing our marketing database and sending an unauthorized communication to a small number of player email addresses, including yours. Now, it wasn't really that small number because a lot of people reported getting these emails. Uh, We identified the method that he used to circumvent our policy and immediately implemented measures to ensure that no individual in the company can repeat this. I don't know how they're going to do that, because that would be shutting off everyone's email addresses to everyone, and that's, you know, they can't do that. Uh, we take safeguarding personal data very seriously and have industry-leading measures in place, both technically and organizationally, to, prevent, uh, to protect against any misuse of players' data. Restrictions and limited individual permissions are in place to minimize the potential of serious personal data to be accessed and or compromised, and we have no reason to believe that any sensitive personal data has been compromised in this case. We have launched an internal investigation into the incident and have temporarily removed the specific employee's access to any of our internal systems. Now, that's crazy. i got to stop the music here. I, I gotta, I gotta stop the music here. This is stop the music. Yeah, stop the music. This part isn't funny. Didn't, didn't uh, what was it? Beyonce said, "Please don't stop the music." Rihanna, <laughs> I, I had to stop, stop the, music. the music. I had yes, to stop yeah. the music because please stop the music. I, I stopped the music because we've temporarily removed the specific employee's access 
to any of our internal systems? Yeah, temporarily. I mean, what does that mean? Why they let this guy continue to work there after he sends that weird ass message about the uh, <laughs> about the the age of the Pisces has ended? Uh, go to his site to read about it, and uh, it's time for the age of Aquarius. I mean, how can they even think about not firing this guy? How, why don't they just like? Why don't they write, we've fired this guy, he's no longer with the company, we've removed all his access to everything we ever gave him, sorry about that, we couldn't control it, you know, he did it without our permission, It'll, it won't happen again with this guy. Right. Why not say that? Why, why say that we're, uh, we've temporarily removed his access? Like, what, they're gonna, are they going to slap him on the wrist and then he can do it again? I, I, don't, think, I, I don't know if this guy's going to learn his lesson. Like, how do you ever do this from work, using work email addresses? From the PokerStar server, like, how could this guy ever be trusted to work there again? Even though he didn't really do anything that harmful, it's just I thought that was the worst part of the email. It's so weird. Like, you would totally think PokerStars would just let this guy go. I mean, you know, maybe maybe he's seen Esai Scheinberg like having gay sex in the bathroom and his video of it, and then they have to they have to keep this guy employed. But it's weird. Uh, I'm not sure if you. I'm sure you know about it. I don't think we've discussed it. Just since we're on the topic of PokerStars. Uh, do you know? Are you familiar with uh, what Poker Stars has been uh, negotiating in the great state of New Jersey? Um, no, actually. They are about to buy a casino in New Jersey. Oh, I have I, heard about that. Yeah, that's right. The Atlantic Club. That's right. I. Uh, that's right. I heard about yes. that. Yes. Yes. That's so weird. I. I was. I. I've not been there. I've heard it's a dump. Um. I mean, it's only for fifty million. So how how great can it be? I believe it was like the old – oh, jeez, I can't think. Somebody maybe in the chat that's from the, the East Coast will know what it was, but it was something else for many years, and <clears throat> the name's changed quite a few times. But now it's the Atlantic Club, and uh, tons of gambling news sources, even like you know mainstream. Uh, the Review Journal picked up on it that last week that they were there, uh, representatives from STARS uh, negotiating, and the reports coming out are pretty confident that uh, they were going to have an agreement pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the smart. old AC Hilton sandwich is saying. Yeah, I'm, it, that's that's right. Yeah, it's Thank smart. I mean, this, this way, this way, they own something and have a license in New Jersey to operate uh, gaming there. And while they're, yeah. they're just waiting, so can, can you imagine, like after like a billion plus dollar deal, they're buying a fifty million dollar casino. What do they do? They send like the like the person that makes or picks up like the intern sandwich to make that deal. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just funny. Like they, who do they, they send for that? They, they probably oh, they probably sent the, the guy who the guy that gets the chicken salad for the intern. No, I, be, I, I bet mean, they sent the guy who uh, who sent the Age of Aquarius email. <laughs> I bet this is what he was listening to in the car on the way over there. So uh, anyway, well, that that's uh, that's that happened with Poker Stars. Uh, and you know I, I Nothing really bad happened out of this. People got a dumb email with a stupid uh, link to a, a weird site, but there was no scam involved, and, and no one really got hurt from this. But uh, and I don't even blame PokerStars so much for someone getting those email addresses and sending it out, because when you have a large organization, you have to trust some people with that data, and if you happen to put the trust in the wrong people, or, or they were the right people at one point, but then they flip out and send weird shit like that, uh, you can't do anything about that other than get rid of them but but how can you possibly consider keeping this guy that's what's just so weird it, it's i don't get it but uh very very odd anyway th that happened well, with poker stars we have uh about 25 minutes speaking left. speaking drop of having a lot of money to going back to i guess not having a lot of money what is this uh i was unaware until i read it in the official poker file alert uh, radio thread dutch boyd is selling a bracelet 
Yeah, well, I mean... this has been reported on 2 Plus 2. I didn't get, like, confirmation of this. Okay. But, um, all right. I, one Step's calling, just he's hammering us in the phones here. One Step, I'll give you a chance to call back in. I hate taking two calls from the same person on the same show, but I'll, I'll give you a chance to call back in if you stop calling right now. I'm just tired of seeing this on my screen. I'm, I'm just tired of it. So are you negotiating with terrorism? I, I am, yeah. Just just to get that off my screen. But if I, if I see one more on my screen, I'm just not going to take the call the whole time, uh, no matter what area Cody calls from. So uh, the uh, there's a report on 2 Plus 2 that a person named Jack Names 222 who's been on eBay since 2002, was selling a bracelet. And at first it was... it was So somehow this person was linked to Dutch Boyd because of other stuff he sold or whatever. And, and then it was said that it wasn't a World Series bracelet, it was a Bellagio bracelet. Now the reason I can't verify any of this is because the item is gone. But uh, Jack Names 222 is kind of a funny... Screen name yes, on eBay because that's exactly what Dutch Boyd was doing. He was jacking domain names. Uh, he, he would find domain names that uh, either had expired and he would quickly grab, or uh, he would register similar domain names. That's why that's how he got sued by Mason Malmuth for uh, two plus two. Dot, what, what was it? He, he some, two plus two poker. Dot com. I think yeah. he did. So uh, he would do this, and then he was like, he's known as a domain squatter. And I really hate domain squatters. I was a victim of one, not Dutch. I think it was Dutch. Maybe I could have talked him into, you know, returning it to me for free. But uh, um, it was just some some asshole. Uh, as soon as I won a bracelet, like like literally minutes later, when it registered ToddWitellis.com, that I still don't have to this day. And he wanted fifteen hundred dollars out of me, and I told him to go fuck himself. But uh, uh, Dutch was a domain squatter, so it's kind of funny that he has the name Jack Names Two Two Two. And he's had that account since 2002, uh, way before he had his uh, big poker success. But uh, but though I guess I guess he was already doing his poker spot stuff back then in 2002. But but whatever. Um, Dutch had recently made a post on Reddit.com, complaining that he couldn't get a job, despite the fact that he has uh, you know these these degrees and and all this other stuff. Uh, he that they won't give him a job. He doesn't know why. Uh, he thinks maybe because it's he hasn't held a regular job in a long time because of his poker play. And uh, then, of course, the obvious comment was made back. The most liked comment was made by one of our users on PFA here, Willie McFML. I'm, I'm actually seeing uh, it on eBay right now, Druff. There's oh, a link. Oh, okay. I, I, could, uh, Tan, I, I think it's Tan Miller 866 uh, Never heard of him, but thank you. I just posted it, and it's a 14-karat gold Bellagio Poker Tournament Bracelet, 83 grams, I'm not sure what this means, 83 grams slash 2.6 troy ounce, it says. I don't know what that means. Do you? Uh, it, it's Yeah, it's a different way of measurement. I'm, I'm forgetting exactly what troy ounces are. But, uh, um, yeah, th- th- I, I was trying to find this before and I couldn't. It was gone at the link I had before. Yeah. Would you like me to, I guess I'll read it real fast if, uh. This is what it's listed under. Up for sale is this men's Bellagio gold poker tournament bracelet. 14 karat gold, made in Italy. Weighs in at 83 grams and just over 2.6 troy ounces. I won this bracelet from a Bellagio No Limit Hold'em Poker Tournament 2008. I don't believe the Bellagio awards gold bracelets for the tournaments anymore. So these aren't being made again. It's a nice looking bracelet, but I've never worn it. So I'm selling it to raise some Christmas cash. I.E. I'm broke. The spot <laughs> price of gold today is a little over... Sixteen hundred ninety dollars an ounce, 
or $54.61 a gram. The bracelet is 14 karat gold, which makes it 58.33% pure. I took it into a gold buyer who ran some tests and offered 1500 But the meltdown value should be closer to $2,644. So I decided to take my chances and offer here on eBay. I'm hoping to get more for this than the meltdown value, though, thinking that perhaps someone out there will want to wear this or for its collectible value rather than to just melt it down. Gold is, gold is a solid investment, and this is a nice piece to store some value. Happy holidays, and thanks for looking. You know, I've wondered what the meltdown value is of my bracelet because uh, there is a lot of gold in it, and uh, it also has some small diamonds, which are, aren't worth that much, but it still has diamonds in it and a number of them. So um, I was told at the time, I don't know if this was the truth, but I, I forgot even who told me, but at the time, I remember saying, oh, I wonder how much it costs to make my bracelet. And someone told me that they had heard it was $3,000 in 2005 to make this. And gold was worth less in 2005. So um, I wonder what mine is worth now. Not not that I'm going to sell it on eBay or melt it down. But uh, um, it, it would be sad if my bracelet ever had to be melted down by, by uh, anyone that ends up getting a hold of it. Either by, by me... I would never get myself in that spot, but like you know, let's just say one day in the distant future, some some uh, descendant of mine. I hate to say Benjamin, but let's say someone uh, I pass it down to Benjamin. He gives it to his kid. That kid gives it to their kid, and then that kid melts it down. It'd just be sad, even though I wouldn't be around to see it. But uh, right. but yeah, Dutch uh, who complained on Reddit that he couldn't get uh, a job, I guess, is now selling his Bellagio bracelet. I, I guess he hasn't gotten desperate enough to sell his World Series bracelets, which. Uh, I, I would think have a lot more sentimental value Wait, to people. You know what's interesting? I'm just looking at uh, this, and it seems as if he's gone on a massive selling spree the last couple months, but all very small items. Like a yeah, power that's what supply, I saw. Uh, an Xbox wireless controller for $21. And I guess to his credit, it's all excellent feedback. But uh, Scrabble tiles for scrapbooking, a winner writer Cub, I don't even know what that is. I mean, I'm looking at some of these items. The Netgear wireless router, $41 he sold it for. Microsoft Sidewinder Precision 2 joystick. So, I I mean, he's selling off his gaming stuff. Uh, Also, I see from T.A. Miller, and I thank him for both the link and also also for this piece of information. He said Dutch himself tweeted the link, so I guess we didn't have to guess. Okay. That it's from uh, Dutch, or it's not speculation. I guess it must be. And uh, by the way, T. A. Miller was almost scared off this site. Well, I won't go that far. Look at this. This is really interesting. I'm, I'm looking at what he sold for twenty four dollars and fifty cents on September thirtieth, and uh, he sold a Win Casino poker tournament chip. Wow. I mean, that's not that. That's. Uh, I mean, do you know what I'm getting at? Yeah, here? that's pretty bad. Uh, he sold a Win Casino Poker Tournament five hundred dollar chip, and uh, you know the response was great, super shipping, well packaged, <laughs> awesome seller. But uh, that would have to mean that you know chips are going down under, Druff. Well, I, so I, I actually I did see that, and I forgot to mention it. Thanks for bringing that up. Yes. Are they have they changed out the chi- one too? Have they so, changed out the chips recently, or is this one you could actually go and sneak into a tournament? You know, I, I don't know. You know I, I always wondered. I, I played in a couple win tournaments right when it opened, and then it just became a fail in terms of how many people they get. And I, I, I don't know. I always but, wondered that, like, like with the World Series. Like, let's wow. let's say you're deep in a World Series event. Well, yeah. hold on, I'm looking here. I see 
$25 tournament chips from the World Series that are being sold. Yeah, that's what I'm saying here. Like, okay, let's say you're deep in a World Series event, and you have a lot of chips. So you got, you know, uh, you've got uh, 500,000 in it chips. Disqualifies you 100. You you, you, you have 500. Let's say you have. No, forget the disqualification. Let's say you have 500,000 in chips, and you say, look, 500,000 and 495,000 is pretty much the same thing as far as at this stage in the tournament. So. Why don't I just pocket five of the $1,000 chips and bust them out whenever I'm in a smaller tournament at the beginning? So then tomorrow, when I play a $1,000 buy-in World Series No Limit event, where I start with 3000 in chips, yeah. uh, just just sneak one of these $1,000 chips onto there. There are two of them on here. Well, I mean, obviously, you know, the, the Men the Master rice-burning story from from uh, the the late 90s. Did you know that story? I, I don't know about not... a rice-burning story. I know about all the different dumping that occurred to him. And uh... Well, no, what, what, and this is true. This isn't anything I'm making up. I, I really can't believe you, you don't know this because this is why this, this alone even could take everything else shady he's done in terms of people that are that are just legends in poker or just have been long, long-time poker players, not like, you know, the internet kids of today, uh, just really have nothing to do with him. Late in the 90s, uh, he was in a hotel, and he was cooking rice and in his hotel room, and it, it, he started a fire, and the fire department had to come, and they found amongst his belongings, it was discovered that he had tournament chips from all over the country. Oh, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. And this isn't like some folklore. This is a confirmed story. And, uh, you know, this was before the poker broom, so I don't know, you know, like there wasn't like an internet apology or anything like that, but this is a, a total confirmed story. So, again, now, you know, I, I assume casinos are more uh, diligent about removing chips, you know, whether it's every year. I mean, you remember the year in the World Series, and this isn't the same kind of thing, but it's just incompetence where they're missing millions of chips yes. that they couldn't account yeah, for. Yeah, the main event, yeah. They colored people up. Just, I'm sorry, they weren't missing. They weren't missing chips. They, there was too many chips in play yeah. for a certain number of, of people in the buy-in. But either way, you can't take chips from a tournament. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, you can't put a $25 chip in. in I mean, that's just you yeah. Can't it's do that. so weird. I know. I saw that. I'm like, wow. That's a. Uh, and and then especially if you're if you're selling $25 chips, at least you could say, well, there's. Not that much that could be done with them as far as cheating, but a five hundred dollar chip definitely it could yeah. be used. And uh, and I, I would way, even if it's a twenty five dollar chip, it, 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 that's not the it's still unethical, and that's still I mean you don't you yeah it do is. That. And I I always thought about it. I mean I thought about this when I got deep in World Series events, not of actually doing it, but I thought about you know if I was a piece of shit, I, I could I could easily pocket a lot of these thousand dollar chips over the time, and then use them in future events and really help myself with with my EV in the event. It would be like getting like a free refund. Yeah, I see a, a couple, more, you know, three, three at least. I'm still scrolling of twenty-five dollar WSOP chips, and then I'm looking at three five hundred dollar win chips, win chips that were sold, which would make sense because the value of you know probably a deep stack win tournament, you could take a five hundred dollar chip, but who's going to want to pocket, you know, especially if it's you know a fifteen hundred dollar event earlier or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? That, that there's more value in a World Series event. But, I mean, by the way, uh, yeah, yeah, and um, by the way, uh, we just got a link in our chat from Crow Diddley, jacknames.com. It, it exists, and this is to buy and sell domains. It's called jacknames.com. Get more for your domains, and I assume this is probably run by Dutch. Uh, by the way, I just got a, a tweet, uh, not tweet, a, a text message from Lawn Cigar of our phone sitting on top of Mount Charleston, just covered in snow. Well. Wow, it's snowing. Wow. I mean, it is covered in snow there. 
So, so it, it, there's well, as I mentioned earlier, it's snowing right now in Vegas. Yeah. So I mean, but the like real snow that's sticking to the ground and it looks it looks like a winter wonderland there. And and there's so much snow there. In fact, it's covering our phone. You can't even answer our phone there. So that thank you for uh, that picture, Lawn Cigar. And uh, um, yeah, that's kind of a failed ski resort there. But as our phone, can it survive the elements? It can. It's one of these old phones made in the in the seventies with you know the rotary dial, and it's uh, it's not one of these uh, new. Uh, digital phone, new electronic phones that, that can easily be uh, uh, damaged by water. These are ones that are, are made to to stand the elements, stand the test of time. And uh, so, anyway, that uh, that's going on with Dutch. And uh, one step, you can call in now. We've got uh, about twelve more minutes before we end the show. Okay. So uh, one step it said, "Can I call now? I have a quick question." I, I bet it's going to be like. Also, I guess before uh, I said, "Oh, I promised him I, I would do this." Uh, uh, I don't know. I just got to, you know, I, I shouldn't even do this because everyone hates him and I don't even care enough, but whatever, I give my word. I got a text message uh, tonight, and this the reason why this person has my phone number, it was from Jay Searless, and the reason why, I, I that, it's not like I'm giving everyone my number, but when uh, a number was posted on another site, uh, he was one of the people that got it, and he's never harassed me, it is, you know, to be fair or, or bothered me, but sent me a text tonight and it said, free Jay Searless. And uh, I hadn't heard from him. I'm looking. The last text was like in July. Um, and then he just texted me. He said, Cliff Notes, the bet was a level. I will never pay Vegas. He angle shot me. I messed with him for months. Druff and I have been conversing via PM. Any help you can provide would be appreciated. I still have the Outback card ready to donate upon my return. But wait a minute. He, he, then, he wants your help when he leveled I, I mean, I, I don't, I'm just reading. I, I I'm not saying you're going to help him. It's, just like, it's, a, it's yeah. a funny way to reason with you. Like, yeah, the bet was a level. I was never going to pay anyone, uh, but, but help me out. <laughs> and he continued on. He wrote, and of course I asked, can I read this text on air? I'm not violating anybody's you know privacy or he wrote sure and then he wrote vegas disappeared for 26 hours and then wanted to bet i decided to fuck with him arbitrators multiple escrows every excuse in the book i played him like a fiddle it was a lol level i'm not sure why this leads to me being banned 408 o's not banned Weiss scam not banned ass clown ruins every single thread not banned i live on the east coast you can call me if it's a decent time, I get up early. I don't know. And then he's just wrote, can you text me if I'm brought up on radio? I'm not listening anymore. After I got booted from the chat, in quote, in parentheses, for some reason. Have a good show. <laughs> <laughs> and I text him. I said, listen now. Because <laughs> he asked me to text him when we were talking. So I don't know. Like, I never got caught up in all this, but he texted me. And I, I don't know if you want to address it. If you do, you do. Well, I mean, there's, there, I'll, I'll, I'll say something quickly. I'm I've talked about this before uh, on the site here. Like, the site's called Poker Fraud Alert. I really don't like when the site is also used by certain people to either defraud others or welch on bets or whatever, or, you know, make bets you don't pay for. I, I can't prevent this completely because it's a, it's a site with user-generated content. So all I can control is what I do and, and with what I allow to be posted here. But, uh, you know, I can't prevent certain scams from occurring if I don't catch them before they occur or bets that aren't paid. But but anyway, they they made a bet about the silly thing on the forum. I'm not going to even bother to explain it. And uh, Jay Searles was insisting he didn't really lose. I feel he did. Almost everybody that uh, saw the whole thing thinks that he did. A $500 bet with Vegas 1369. And then he kept... Uh, it wasn't bad enough that he just uh, didn't pay the 500 He made a, a big spectacle of the... Every time he'd post, he would find a way to bring this up 
to get people to be mad at him about it and, and just ruined every thread. He'd just find ways to make jokes about this. He was just rubbing salt in the wounds about not paying. It's one thing not to pay someone when they've won a bet against you, but to keep finding ways to reference that when you post on the site constantly uh, to, to get other people angry and get them fighting with you. Uh, that's just really, as I said, rubbing salt in the wounds. I, I don't really want that going on on my site. And uh, A female I may know would uh, call that wellwood. <laughs> yeah, and he kept uh, he kept saying that he wants to escrow, he wants to have arbitrators, and and you know when Vegas finally said okay, let's do it, uh, then Jay Searles cl- clearly was not interested in doing it, and he just admitted to Brandon in text the thing we've suspected all along that he never intended to pay or intended to have any kind of arbitration or escrow. The the whole thing, as he said, was a level that he thinks is hilarious. Well, it's not hilarious. You you also want $500, and you then you pretend like you, you want to pay it if everyone decides that you should pay, like neutral people. Then you don't pay. You, you claim you want arbitration. You claim you want to escrow the money. You really don't. You just want to make it seem like you do and then laugh at people when you actually don't do it and frustrate them. This This isn't what I want on the site. This is, you know, we we have a lot of people messing around with each other and 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 uh, screwing around on the flying stupidity part of the forum. But I, I don't want when when someone owes someone else money to keep taunting the person who you owe the money to. It's bad enough if you owe money in the first place, well trying yes. to bet in the first place. But to, to just keep rubbing salt in the wound and keep making a spectacle out of it for your own entertainment, that's not what I want on this site. And that's why he's banned. I got I got tired of it. Finally, one day I just said, that's it. He either can do what he says he wants to do, and that is really have an escrow arbitration situation with neutral parties, or now, he's gone. Muck, Muck Ficon in the chat is saying that Jay Searles put himself on a pedestal. Yeah, he did. He, he put himself on a pedestal for sure. So the point of the story, he ain't coming back anytime soon. Not unless uh, he wants to uh, keep to the terms that he said he wanted in the first place, okay. and that was to right. uh, to actually have an Tough arbitration, and escrow, all that. So that, that's my answer about that, and I booted okay. him from the chat and, because he, he came in... The, he was banned from posting, but not yeah, from the he, whole the site. Yeah, kind of went nuts when he was in there. It distracted from what we're trying to do. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, by the there. way, just my general policy about the chat really fast is that anytime somebody comes in and it just takes over the whole chat, even if it's not really completely their fault, if so someone comes in and it just becomes a huge spectacle in the chat, um, unless it's something really entertaining, I, I'm going to get rid of the person because I, I just don't want the chat to be that. I want the chat to be about the radio show. Not so, just fighting. We've run pretty good this year. That limitless is somehow banned from the chat, yeah. even though you never banned him. Yeah, well, I actually fixed that. He was actually right. He wasn't banned, but there was a there was a problem. A with, the there, was, there was a problem with, with the software that was specifically excluding him because of his post restrictions. That's why it was happening. I didn't do it on purpose, but it was it was a problem with the post restriction, which had the side effect of kicking him out of the chat, but I've actually fixed it, so even though he's banned from posting on the site, he actually could have come in the chat tonight and didn't, but that's probably just as well. I guess we, we have five minutes rough, and one just thing again, because I, I still have this page open from uh, I guess what's now confirmed to be Dutch Boyd's eBay account, and he sold August 26th uh, of this year this was the, the highest thing I could find in terms of dollars. It's for $125, Druff. It was a World of Warcraft BlizzCon 2010 Deathly Pet. What the hell is that? <laughs> a Deathly Pet? Yes. <laughs> World, of Warca- World of Warcraft BlizzCon 2010 Deathly Pet. Sold for $125. Huh. Fast oh. shipping. Would buy it from again. Uh, what oh. the hell is that? Well, at least he shipped it fast, the Deathly Pit. Hey, uh, w- I forgot we had One Step on the phone for a while. One Step, uh, what would you like to ask us? Hey, One Step. Yeah, 
Uh, okay, well, just one more question. Um, I know my friend, uh, my friend thinks, I know this is retarded, but... Is, wait, is this the uh, friend that was calling for a while that you couldn't control? No, 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 okay. a different friend. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend thinks that, and I know it's been a while since I've played on PokerStars, but my friend thinks that he can run his own game on there uh, with rake uh, and provide each person with a set number of chips and then he thinks that people can pay, PayPal him the money, and then uh, he can get raked from each, each hand or whatever. It's full of shit, right? I mean, am I... Are you about a home game, like home game where they settle offline? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't see where... I, I don't think he would be getting the rake that PokerStars collects. Well, well, he said, he's telling me... Now, again, it's been a while since I actually played. He's telling me that you can... Uh, you you sit down and play money, and you can set you can set play money or whatever that uh, everyone that sits down uh, takes you know whatever you know. No. Oh, I I, see, I think I think I see what he's trying to say that everybody can sit down at a play money table and then afterwards just settle up what they really owe each other and then he can take some rake in the whole situation. Is that what you're trying to say? Well, he he thinks it, it can be set and during settings automatically that he could take the rake that they could take the rake out. Uh, to begin with, but, I, I don't. I don't uh, think he would be taking rake out of a of a play money game. Like, uh, it, it's just uh, now we've come up with this idea in the in the past. I know other people who've uh, like wanted to play a heads up match, and like online, and don't want to pay the dollar per hand that was raking from these high limit matches. So they go sit down at either like one cent, two cent, or or play money and play, and then go settle offline. And I, I thought that was actually smart. Yeah, okay. But uh, th- this this sounds very weird. I don't I don't see that they're raking play money, and then somehow this guy gets to calculate the rake owed to him and pays out people. So, I, so the only way, so, so in other words, the only way that this would, the only way he can possibly do that is that uh, if everything is play money, and then he takes the rake afterwards. I mean, that would seem. I I don't know for sure, but that would seem like. That's would be the way. I don't see why poker stars would ever rake play money. The only reason they rake is to make money. If it play money, there's no point to rake. No, but I, wait, hold on. I I think they actually changed the rule recently where they are raking out play money games. Druff. Really? Are you joking or is that? Yeah, a- no, no. I read an article. I don't know how I came across this. In fact, you know what? Let me just make sure I'm not losing my mind because of people selling chips for money. And I, I don't. Hold on, I don't, I don't think I remember this. I got he's, telling me, he's telling me that he can get like ten people to sit at the table. I'm like, yeah, but even if you get ten people to sit at the table, how are you going to rake the? You know, I, I think I know what he's saying. Like, Brandon's correct about them raking play money games. Yeah, they just started. I remember reading it somewhere about that. I think what he's and, trying and to the, say here. Yes. I, I think I understand what he's trying to do now. Well, here we go. It's on two plus two. Yeah, I think what he's trying to say is, let's say let's say it's a table where nine people sit. Or this is 10 people to make the numbers simple. And everybody buys in for 500 chips. And he has a private agreement with all 10 people that each of them give him $500, and whatever they finish with, then he gives them in yeah, real you money. PayPal, you pay all the money, you pay all the money to him beforehand, and then right. he gives you the chips. And then, and then, he, and then he PayPals you afterwards with, with whatever you finish with, and since P- PokerStars is raking yeah. the play chips, then it ends up with less than the total money, and he makes money. I guess it is possible. I'm, I'm I'm reading this right now, and this is from Poker Stars, and whatever I guess it just speaks from itself. But the reason that they're claiming is, hello blank, 
this was a response because someone emailed asking why another raking play money games. In order to create the most realistic poker experience for all of our players, we've recently introduced a rake system to play money games. <laughs> the rake rate is 5% up to a maximum of $3 in most games. And this is to help create the exciting atmosphere of a true-to-life card room. you got to be kidding me. No, I'm reading it right now. And it's from PokerStar support team Joe DD. Is, is anybody ever excited about being raked? Like, have, have, I mean, you, ever, have you ever been excited yeah, to pay rake? Because we were, we were. I'll tell you this right now. We were both stoned as fuck, and yeah. and I'm telling and I'm telling and I'm telling him, you're fucking insane. You, you're you're smoking too much pot. I mean, that there's would no be my reaction too. Yeah. Even, <laughs> I, that's no that's crazy. You can have a game where where you can play money, sit for play money, and be raked, and then you can. I mean, it makes no sense as well. I, I guess, I guess right. he's right. I guess you could pull this. Jeff, nine thirty Pacific time. I can't disrespect the wormhole. Oh yeah, I have yeah. to go. Okay, well, th- thank, you for, thank you for being and, with uh, us here, Brandon. Pay homage. I am going to be tonight representing, so you all are listening. Everybody in PFA, I'm going to be representing when I go visit C-Money, and I will be paying homage to him from everybody out there as well. That uh, as, as in one step, obviously, you're included. I will, I will give him uh, a personal shout-out from him and a handshake. Thank you, thank you. And, and okay, by the way, have, have you noticed, you? I, yes. have you guys noticed that there were no cutouts tonight? I was going to comment on that, Jeff. We talked about it earlier. I think you found the problem. I think I fixed it. I think I think I I think the problem was uh, either having to reset my uh, router, or which I did, or taking a second intermediate router out of the equation. And uh, I also lowered I, the bit. I rate. have a question. Can, are you going to call the Schwartz ever again? Or no? I, I don't know any Schwartz. You know any Schwartz? No, the the big Schwartz. Brandon knows the big Schwartz. The big Schwartz. But uh, pre-launch. Yeah, I think, I think he's eating a pre-launch. Yeah. Anyhow, thank you all for listening, and uh, we will be back the day after Christmas. Yeah, uh, right. Day right, after Christmas, here. December 26th at 7 p.m. Pacific time, our after Christmas show. And then that'll be our last show for two weeks, because we're not going to be here a week later. So our, our next show after that will be on... Uh, probably January 8th, Tuesday, January 8th, but we will have one more show this year, December 26th, and... Uh, we are going to try to, uh, Jeff and I have been in serious talks, and we're going to try to work it out and have a very special end-of-the-year show. Yeah. So, be there, and we know for sure we're going to have a, a big free roll next week, so... Absolutely. Be there for that Wednesday, the 26th, not Tuesday, and uh, will this show be Tuesday? Will it be Wednesday in the future? You know, like, for 2013, what are we going to do? Uh, we're still shooting for Tuesday, but... You never know what the future holds. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Sorry the show couldn't have been longer, but, uh, you know, I've actually been stuffy this whole show. I don't know if you can hear it, but I've had uh, a little trouble breathing during the show here. And uh, good thing it's ending. And uh, but, but, As the poor lady says, it probably makes fail condition of minimum wages. In America, we pay taxes. That's right. One, two, three, shalom. Shalom. <laughs>